Hey everyone, it is Tuesday, July the 20th, 2010. You're listening to the Giant Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Davis, joined by Vidi Caravella, Jeff Gerstman, and Brad Shoemaker. Gentlemen, we also have a very special guest in the house, uh, Brian Eckberg's own Brian Eckberg. Brian, how you doing? What up, Giant Bomb? Oh man, your mic is way too low. How is it going? Uh, You know, it's going good. Oh, there I am. There you are. There I am. All right. I love my voice. Uh, it's going great, guys. It's uh, I don't have a job. Fantastic. Yeah. You want to come work here? Nah. All right, fine. So, we're, we're just gonna make- All right, well, this has been the Giant Bombcast. <laughs> See y'all later. So you just saw the place, and then you're like, you know, yeah. can we start this podcast? Yeah. I don't want to be down here so much. Yeah, for those that don't know, the uh, I came by the office today. Brad showed me around. I saw the bar. I've heard a lot about the bar. It's really nice. I saw the weird room that has a big giant metal door and there's nothing in it. Yet. Red wall. Yeah. There's nothing in it yet. Uh, a little bit weird, that room. Yeah. It's a, it's a little creepy. A little that, that door is like big, heavy door. Yeah. And, and you know, when we first got in here, it was even creepier because like, there was like standing water uh-huh. and the, the floor was not flat. Smelled cement. weird. It was, yeah. It definitely had a weird smell. Okay. So they have turned this place around. Making progress. Um, yeah. And, and eventually I, it'll have like a, I don't know, like a bunch of leather-bound books. And, yes, know, yes. Fancy man stuff. Yes. Uh, then then, then I will come and work for you. And it, big, big globes. Yeah. Copy of Cigar Aficionado. Yeah, pipes everywhere. Yeah, just, yeah. just Sherlock pipes for everyone. Just check them out, you know. Yeah. Walk around the office. With Basset you. hounds. There'll be a musket on the wall. <laughs> there will be a musket on the wall. And, now uh, I want to work here. And deerstalker caps for everyone. That sounds great. Well, anyway, I'm happy to be here, guys. Well, thanks for, for making some time in your not busy schedule. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Being unemployed. My pleasure. Great seeing all you guys again. Uh, so, not being employed, have you had a chance to play many games? Uh, what am I? I'm playing the first something I've never played before in my entire life. I bought. I'm playing Dragon Quest Nine. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. What inspired you about Nine? What, I, what, what, what was you saw that you said finally this art style, this Toriyama art style, is clicking with me? Yeah, and, the bandanas, man. It's just nothing but bandanas. I needed more spiky hair. They yeah. finally delivered. I don't know. I just. I guess I just heard a lot about the game. I really like games where there's a lot. Of customization that's right up my alley so I, li- I like what i've seen so far and i don't know it just it, it seemed like the right time i've got a lot of free time on my hands right now so yeah, perfect uh, like 80 90 yeah, hour day. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I was surprised to see that it's kind of like make your own ca- party members it totally game. is it's just like every time you want like i don't remember what the classes are but like a monk or bard or yep. whatever it's like you go to the inn and like or whatever the building is and just like pick a hairstyle and yep. like Skin tone and facial features, and like name them. And here's so a can you just put spiky hair on everyone. Can you just make like a, an army of Goku's or something? Is you that... could. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of definite Great. Dragon Ball influence happening. My guy's got a purple mohawk. <laughs> um, I made my entire party as is family members, so it's it's fun. I mean, the weird thing is that with Dragon Quest Nine is because the main character has no lines. It's all he's being he or she is being talked oh, to sure, sure. or talked about. So there's no there's no real personality to any of the characters you create. It's all the stuff that's around you that has the personality of the world. But you know, I think it's a, a fair trade off. I like what I played so far. Can you, you, be, you be good JRPG fan in general, or I mean, I hot and cold. I'm, it's hot and cold. Yeah, yeah. I, I like uh, I've played some Final Fantasy games. I like some of them, and um, but I don't know. Something about this game has grabbed me, and I'm about maybe ten hours in. And oh I, wow! I'm not sick of it yet. So I'm have you played it. any of it with people? No, I tried to do that, but I haven't had a chance. Okay, because it seemed like a lot of the, the features revolved around the multiplayer stuff. Yeah, so. and in fact, uh, for whatever reason, I can't get the Wi-Fi to work at my house. So maybe it's my router doesn't support the whatever 
Yeah, getting, gigabits. getting a DS online seems it's harder weird. and harder as technology and security gets better and better. Totally. Since that thing is just so stuck in the stuck in the two years ago. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> stuck in the aughts. Yeah, stuck in the aughts. Can you uh, can you name when. your own character? You can totally name. So, your what's character. your character's name? Uh, Gunter with an umlaut. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they've got umlauts. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <it sounds> like, <laughs> that's all I needed. It sounds Sold. like an exciting product. <laughs> yep. Anything that uh, you're looking forward to uh, in the near future here, sir? Oh, God. What am I looking forward to? I basically talk about sports games. Okay. No one one will ever talk about sports games otherwise. Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, (laughs) Do me a solid. (laughs) Do me a solid here, man. You got some time here? You got a little bit here. I like what I've seen of NBA Elite. Eleven, the new, the the sort of re- the rebranded of the NBA Live series. Now, is it a full? Is it really a rebranding, like gameplay wise? I, or I played it, and mm-hmm. I kind of think it is. Okay, I'm very excited about it, uh, simply because the guy who is heading it up is the same guy who re- redid the NHL series, made it a okay. legit series. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that guy knows, and that team knows what they're doing. And I saw it at E3. I really liked it. Granted, they only showed one on one. Basketball. Oh, okay. um, it wasn't. They showed five on oh, five. Basket. You, okay. Wait. <laughs> they showed one on one. Well, they showed five on five, but you could only play one on one. Okay. So then they, right. they're like, "Well, here's what five on five will look like." So my my concern is with the controls is that, you know, the whole thing is it's it's about putting your skill into the game and all, all of your right, yeah. whatever you can do with the controls. Well, you're only going to want to do that with the game's best. You're only going to want to do that with Kobe or you know wh- whoever the, the most elite players in the game are. That's who you're going to want to play with. And that isn't really conducive to how the real like sport of basketball, basketball is played. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why they weren't really showing 5-on-5 five five because I, I, I kind of think they haven't figured that out yet. Right. That they don't really know... They, they haven't really solved that piece of the puzzle that all, people are only going to going to want to play as stars and they're going to ignore the Jordan farmers of the world. Well then at that point it'll just be like the heat versus the heat in every single game. Well, I think it's going to be that regard. It's all stars yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. So, but uh, no, you don't, you don't think that game could turn into a, I don't know, a jam, a two on two. I think it could, if they have like a two on two mode, it could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great if they just went and made like a really solid two and two. Yeah, we're making it be a jam, but that's somebody else's game. We made. <laughs> what, look at what we did. This is our two on two. Yeah, that'd be There's weird. no fire, but <laughs> oh, you lost me. <laughs> I thought you were talking about basketball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do have Larry Bird in the game, though. So great. All right, go. That's yeah, all, all you need for your Mark Turmel's <laughs> head done, sold. <laughs> uh, that's all the sports games I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to. No, that's no, it. Okay, that's what do you? Uh, that's well, it. No, because I'm going to make you talk about okay, EA, EA Sports MMA. What do you think I of like that? It. You do? Because I, I like it. I played it a little bit before E3. Uh huh. And I see where they're going. Like it seems like they wanted to make it very easy to understand. Whereas, like you know, THQ's game, you know, it's all the swirls of the right stick and and changing positions and all that stuff. It seems like with with the EA game, it's like there's one button to get in a better position, like one button to go down, one button to go up. Yeah, I I'm a huge UFC fan. Mm-hmm. I I played so much of that game; it's unbelievable, and I feel like I have. I don't believe game. it. <laughs> Stop it, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, trust me. Don't okay. you, you've known me for a long time. This is true. Me. Okay. Right. Anyway, uh, I'm a huge USC fan. I, I think I've really got that game under my fingers, right? I know how to do how right. to play that game. Yeah. So when I came to MMA, I was like, I could not stand what I was playing. I was like, this is so different. Yeah. And it, it just it really made me mad. But I decided to give it another chance because a couple of my coworkers were saying, you need to really give this a chance. We mm-hmm. really like what we've seen. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I sat down with the developer, he, and I said, take me, 
prove to me that this is that this is worthwhile. Right. Because yeah, I hate yeah. what I've seen so far. That's yeah. a bold thing to say to the developer. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but what am I going to do? I hate do? your game. <laughs> Seriously, I said, I don't like what I've seen so far, so t- take me through this. So much, he, so much for Southern manners. Dude. Well, <laughs> I was upset because I really – I want this game to be good, right? I, I want there to be it'd some be great if, Yeah, it would be great if there was competition. There. So he sat with me, and he really took me through it, and – it is completely different than UFC. Yeah. Of course it is. It has to be. But I, the timing aspect of it, I really got to enjoy. I really started to, to, to feel like there's an aspect of, of this that it's, that it's a complete, a different skill set that you have to be good at. It definitely seemed like I probably sat down and played about, I was playing with one of the developers, probably played about 25, 25 matches, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, by the end of it, the fights started to look more and more like real fights. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about the UFC. It's like, it, it's a great game, but it doesn't always resemble actual, you know, mixed martial arts. Yeah. Whereas this seemed like, you know, it's like they're going with like a real clock and all that stuff. Yep. And, and it, it looked, it looked more legit, at least. It, it does. And, and one thing that, that those guys have done that UFC still needs work on is that the fighters are so individualized. Mm. I'm not a huge fighting game fan, but I, I, you know, we all know that you play when you play a fighting game. You have your favorite character because right. that character can do things other guys cannot. That's how they're. That's the route they're going with MMA. Mm. They're going like, okay, I like Fedor because he can do things that nobody else can. He has moves that nobody else has. Whereas as UFC, sure, there's guys that have their own individual styles, but everybody right. can do this submission. And and, and yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of. So even if the animation's different, it's still going to be like, you know, you're going to click this in to submit a guy. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I played one of the, at E3, I played one of the, I forget the guy's name, but I played one of the lightweight uh, fighters. And this, the guy who was showing me the game was showing me exactly what this guy can do. Mm. And he's, he's one of those fighters who literally tries to pull guys onto his back because that's where oh, he's best. Yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah. wants to be on his back. And he was just showing me all these ridiculous transitions that you can do, all these ridiculous submissions that you can do. And it, he's the only one in the game that can do any of this stuff, you know? So it's, Crazy. it's like yeah. one of those things where I feel like once you, if you're going to get into MMA, you, you might be pretty good at the game, but you're probably going to be really good at one guy because he's the guy you understand. He's mm-hmm. the guy that you know what this guy can do. So I'm uh, that's what Ken Shamrock right now. So. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think that that's, that may not appeal to everyone, but yeah, I yeah. think, I think, but it seems like, I mean, that's, that's, I guess the takeaway that I got from the control is that it seems like that at least the basics are easy enough that most people could get in there and, and you know do work yeah uh, against you know similarly skilled opponents. It's not necessarily that, that that aspect seemed like maybe even more inviting than UFC yeah, which I think is is a little tough to get into. The thing that bugged me about the game is that the I don't feel the punches or kicks have any impact to them. Mm. It felt they felt completely lightweight, and I hope they fix that because. All I wanted to do was be on the ground in that game. I didn't want to punch right, okay, yeah. because it didn't look like it was hurting the other guy. Mm. And that really bugged me. Whereas UFC, there's so much impact to everything yeah, you do. Yeah, that stuff just looks vicious. Yeah. Vicious. Speaking of vicious, speaking of rage in the cage, Brad Shoemaker. Uh, hey, what? Catching you unaware. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want, I want to bring you into the fold here. I want to talk to you about some of, uh, of your recent game-playing experiences. I still, I still don't know where you're going with this. What? <laughs> I'm asking you to tell me about the games you've oh, played. Oh, I thought you had something in particular in mind. No, no, I just want to make that you talk. It had to do with something. MMA, and I was like, dude, no, what no, you, where is he going? I've got, with I've this? got nothing about MMA. Brad, take your shirt off. I've talked. I knew, I Brian, Brian, off. I knew Brian was here for a reason. Brian, wrestle Brian. <laughs> oh, man. It's good. I give. I give. I, I'm the same. I was saying money on Eckberg. No I'm chance. I'm on my back. No <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. This became a very different podcast. 
<laughs> so the ventilation in here. Yes. Yeah. Making everyone romantic. Frisky. Loopy. Uh, hey, let's talk about Death Spank. You, you want to talk about Death right. Yeah, yeah. Jeff also played a lot of Death Spank. I finished Death Spank. Yeah, you've Bank actually played more Death Spank than I did. Yeah. By, uh, by a slight margin. I think right. I'm pretty close to the end. Yeah. Uh, um, as well. Uh, that is... Uh, you mean Ron Gilbert's? Yes. Well, they're not, that's not actually the title. Don't, no, I don't, know. don't mislead folks. But uh, yeah, um, uh, they've, they've been touting it as like the comedy action RPG, like Diablo meets Monkey Island. I don't know if they've actually been saying no, those they, two games. They've been they've, very specifically saying it's like Diablo meets Monkey uh, Island. Is that, is that like part of the marketing pitch? Yeah, that's I've I mean, seen it repeatedly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kinda, a good piece of shorthand, but it's also like it's not really. That doesn't represent what that game really is. No, I, I just. It is both those things, but it is not enough of either thing oh, to satisfy. Interesting. Um, that game is is not. I, I, I didn't find it especially funny. There are well, a few moments. I think that some I think parts. Are, there are a few moments, funny. like specific things that I could tell you about, but then that would be kind of crass. Oh man, I just wanted to come in here and start spouting uh, like item descriptions. I think the gear. So, like you were asking, Ryan was asking like the before the game came not, out. It's not like laugh out loud funny. It's like a oh, couple that, of them. That is a clever. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's more, okay, I yes. guess I guess maybe it's more clever. Like Ryan was asking, like how do you how do you inject humor into a game like Diablo? Right. I mean, right. like at it's, least it doesn't, it doesn't seem like as obvious a conduit for humor as something right. like in the, you Well, know, you know, you're talking to game. quest givers yeah. constantly. So there's there's like, a lot, actually kind of a lot of dialogue yeah. in that game. Not, I mean, not the, just item descriptions. The broad answer is anywhere there's text in the game is where they try to put the humor. Yeah, sure. um, and you know some of it. I just I just felt like most of it didn't really hit. There's a a couple of really good bits in there that I really did enjoy, but uh, you know just comparing it to Hothead's past work, the Penny Arcade games are about a billion times funnier. Um, That's the big bummer for me is that they stopped doing the Penny Arcade games. Well, it sounds like they it sounds like the Penny Arcade guys didn't want to make games anymore. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> they, that's the re- it sounds like that's the real reason why like they were maybe a little soured by the experience. It sounds like that's the real reason that they didn't that they stopped making those. But you know, the public publicly given reason was, oh, we can't do both these games at the same time, and we've got a lot of heat behind Death Spank. And I am still very sad that we didn't at least get a like. Now, if the Penny Arcade guys third. wrote an action RPG, I think <laughs> that would be finally that would be the formula that would finally hit. Well, see, that's the thing. The, those Penny Arcade games might be funnier than Death Spank, but I think this is a better video game. Yeah, they're very different games. They're very different games. I mean, I mean, whatever, what, is, I, what I appreciated about about the Penny Arcade stuff is that they actually like combined genres in a meaningful way. Yeah, it was it was like cool the RPG and crazy stuff and, and the adventure stuff were. Like, that's a combination that you just haven't seen before. Yeah, well, there's some adventure stuff in here. I mean, there are times when you will combine two items in your inventory. Yeah. And, this then, game and then use them on something yeah, in the you world. Mean, you mean it has a crafting system? The, the no, game, no, no. I mean, like, like story-related items. It's a single-player MMO with, yeah. like, real-time combat. Like, it's really just, you know, areas repopulate. You know, enemies fade back in like you were playing an MMO. Okay. Like it, that, it, that's kind of how I felt about it. Well, I mean, Diablo was a proto MMO sure, in the first year, sure. so yeah. it's basically Diablo. All right, I'll, I'll, that give, is, I'll give you that. That's it, it definitely comparison. meets Monkey Island. There meets, you go. Meets Monkey Island. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah, uh, I mean, you just kind of run up and swing on stuff, and uh, there's kind of the the. One kind of combat mechanic they have in there is that you want to basically all the face buttons can be weapons, and you want to rotate through them because your multiplier, like you get you get more out of your strikes if you're changing weapons with every hit. Okay. Um, 
So, you know, if you, if you repeat, then you lose that multiplier. So there's kind of a, a, a game, like a mini game in there, but it's really just don't hit the same button twice, which yeah. is a really easy mini game to win. I could play that game. Yeah. I actually never I think bothered. You, I think you'd be pretty I good. never bothered to alternate. Like, I didn't really see the benefit. Yeah, you also don't really need to. Like, I just, I just <laughs> wail. It's, it's I, pretty much, I pretty much just wail on my most uh, powerful weapon. You guys are really selling this game pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty it's, excited about it. <laughs> it's one of those games that I was really... I basically I played through, you know, 90% of that game in one sitting. I sat down and said, I'm going to try out Death's Bank. And then, like, you know, it was dark outside, and I was at the... Like, someone finally showed up and said, let's go out to dinner. And that's what stopped me from finishing Death's Bank in one sitting. So it, it it drew in at least. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's uh, you know it's because you're completing quests, like you're constantly doing stuff, and you're you're constantly running into new people and exploring areas. Um, so even when the quests got kind of tedious, you still wanted to see you know well maybe the, you know the dialogue's good enough that you want to see more of it, uh, even if it isn't all incredibly laugh out loud funny. Um, so it, it is really good at kind of getting your attention and keeping it. So that's my big question. Aside from the humor, is there like a narrative and a kind of a good story to play through? Because it doesn't sound I, like they I guess there is really a story, from, kind of. There is a, there is definitely a story. I mean, there is a final boss fight, and there's you know this you're kind of setting stuff up, and then they throw a gigantic cliffhanger at you. And, oh, and basically, it was okay. a game I liked less after I finished it. Okay, it was definitely like as the credits were They're rolling, setting I was it up like, for oh, more. Like, oh man! Right. And then as I started writing the review and started like really thinking about this game mechanically, I was like, oh, wait. This game's kind of messed up. Mm. Like, I like it, but it's 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 kind of messed up in spots. And I don't know. I think I like it more than you do, but I don't know yeah. if you have maybe overblown expectations about what it should be. I don't know. It's I, I 15 like bucks. It is 15 bucks. It's, and I think it's easily I, I 15 it, bucks worth of action RPG. I finished it in five hours. You know, it's... it's uh, And that's like 100% completion. Yeah, that's yeah. like all the side quests, all everything. I think um, you have to get 201, right? Yeah, two hundred point six. This is point eight. It goes there's one more, higher. One more back screen. The only um, thing I saw of that game was the co-op stuff. Did you mess it all? I with still, that? I still need to mess with that. It's, that's that's yeah, kind of the seemed kind of tacked on. I've played yeah, a little bit of the yeah. co-op. It's 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 a girlfriend mode. I think they they maybe even use that term. Yeah, like that's the, right. Where asymmetrical that. co-op is what the page on the side is called. Uh, other players like that's a wizard. Uh, Yes. yes, sparkles. Uh, yeah, but he's sparkles. but he's like very basically equipped. He's got like three attacks. He can't level he can up. He can't heal, use gear. I think. Yeah, he can like he can heal Death Spank. He can create a decoy of himself. Mm. I think he's got a wand attack. Can I just say on the record here that Death Spank is the worst name? That's really bad. It's on the record, it's a really it's really, bad. really bad name. Well, that's, uh, I, I said that when we were doing the quick look of it. It's just like yeah, this you did. is not. That's 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 a, a nice coincidence because I think Death Spank the character is probably the worst thing about the game. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Again, you guys. Like, he's just he's just like this. <laughs> really so I really me. like this <laughs> game. Yeah, selling me on this. Um, like, the character <laughs> sucks and his name sucks. I mean, aside from the gameplay and the story, Death Spank's probably the worst <laughs> thing about this game. <laughs> Other than everything about it, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably find it funnier than Jeff does from the sound of it. I, I think I think it's you know if you're the sort of person that finds the name Death Spank funny, I don't think that's funny at all. Really like the comedy. Oh, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not describing you. I'm no, saying no, like no, that, no. that, that would be the baby. ideal. That would be the ideal. No, but I mean I don't think um, the name or the character are funny. But I thought some parts of it. I mean like. There's a Usenet joke in there. Yes, that you mentioned. Like, like, yes, there's some weird that's... stuff. There's a lot of weird like meta humor in the item descriptions. Yeah. There's a, a point where they're talking about a, a popular, massively multiplayer online role playing game by name. Oh, oh APB Aeon. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, those are both. It's it's both. Actually. There's some. I don't know. There's some decent, clever meta humor in there. 
Yes. I, I picked up I picked up an amulet of unimaginable power at one point, and the description is like, you don't have to imagine it because the stats are written right here. Mm. Yeah, like that's kind of, but that's, that's the, yeah, like that's, that's the joke they use on almost all the gear. Yeah. Is name says one thing and then they go like, oh, you know, yeah. not that good. But, yeah. but, but <laughs> Deathsnake himself is like such a cliched archetypal, like square jawed. I'm here to save the day, like that whole. Like, thing. Greetings, that weary traveler. Is, is it not the same voice actor as Captain Quark? It's not. I, is it it's actually not? not? Actually, well, at least he's not listing Captain Quark on his like prominent voice credits. Okay. Uh, when I was looking at his official site, mm-hmm. so just a good today. facsimile of yeah. that guy. But it's, it's that same type of yeah. of hero. I voice. can't move. Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Captain America and the Avengers, but an action RPG that's occasionally funny, and I like it. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds. I don't know that. The game you just pitched sounds way better. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. I don't I don't want to like talk a bunch of, of mess about it because I don't. I definitely don't think it's a bad game. But yeah. it's a, it is a kind of a, a cool little game. And uh, I think if you, if you're the sort of person that can equate like fifteen dollars to that, then you'll probably be totally into it. For me, it it seemed like I started having that that conversation in my head of like you know if this was ten dollars mm. it'd be a lot better yeah um but that's such a weird conversation to have anyway like the whole especially with yourself value conversation we talk a lot <laughs> <laughs> i need to catch up it's, it sounds like it sounds like i had a crazy weekend so <laughs> it does uh but first before we talk about your your lost weekend jeff and my lost weekend and Vinny's, i didn't lose anything lost weekend i found a lot <laughs> <laughs> like new friends yep oh uh, Brad, tell me about Limbo. Hey, yeah. Uh, let's not have that. How much uh, is a $15 downloadable game actually worth conversation? Yeah. Because then you might look down on Limbo, and that would be a crying shame. Well, I think that, you know, if, if Death Spank was more artsy, then at some point... Throw a black and white. At some point, you become a patron of the arts when you're Brother, buying... When you're uh, buying... Have I got a game for more you? More flowers like is what you're sensitive. So, see, I'm, yeah. I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Vinny to, to automatically hate this game. Oh, no. Vinny, Vinny played a little bit of it. He saw more of it's it. It's great. He plays seems, the wind, and you open up shut up. flowers, and there's Fight a giant you. spider. You're going to go outside. <laughs> it's like art, man. Ugh, it's black and white. It's just so played out. It's like, oh, whenever I want to bring atmosphere into the game, just make it black and white. It's going to put a little kid in, suddenly it's art. Oh, yeah, then it's, he's so much danger because no. he's a little kid. Because he, he looks like his kid stuff, but then it's all grizzly. <laughs> Ooh. It's just the laziest juxtaposition. It's just lazy. It's just lazy. Okay, you, you've read my flower dissertation. <laughs> you can go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to get that out Wait, of the way. Wait, are we talking about flowers still? Or are we still <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I did see a little bit of Limbo. Yeah, it seemed... Uh, to, be, to, to be fair, I, I do also... What I've seen of that game looks amazing. The thing yeah. is, so the worry I had, you played through it, obviously. Yes. And uh, the thing I was worried about was uh, its brevity. Uh, I don't think it's a problem okay. at all. Uh, I mean... Most of all, because every damn minute of it is fucking amazing. Like it's just it's it's so tightly designed. Like every single area you go into, like you can tell they like they may have had like graph paper up on the wall or something, like specking out exactly how all these levels were going to fit together. Because everything, like every element of the backgrounds, has some bearing on what you're doing there. But is it mostly trial and error at some point? Like you're, uh, you're just walking into deaths that you couldn't avoid. At you can kind of split right? the the obstacles or the puzzles out in two categories. There's like the instant deaths where you. Didn't see it coming, and you probably died to it because right. you're not fast enough to get out of the way until you see it coming. And there's like the more cerebral, I hesitate like to compare physics-y. to grade, but like right. there's some really. I was gonna say like even though graphically it doesn't 
bear much resemblance. I I got a certain braid vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's game. no uh, time that rewinding was just a potion. <laughs> that was just a pretension. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> it, it seemed very self-serious and arty. It is. It absolutely okay, yeah. is. It, it is. It is that. for the you know. Development it is. It is this bomb. year's braid. Oh, like, yeah. It totally is. Um, I'm this year's braid. <laughs> you're, you're every year's braid. <laughs> Is there a narrative in it somewhere? Uh, like, I think I read somewhere that you are looking for your sister in the okay. woods. It doesn't matter. Nothing explicit about that in the game. It really doesn't matter. No dialogue. You wake up. Like, literally, you hit new game, and, like, your kid wakes up in the forest and stands up, and you start running, and that's mm. it. Uh, they never try to explain anything. But they don't need to. It's just, like, a weird, bizarro dream world. Like, there's... Like, you saw the stuff in the quick look. There's a gigantic spider. I did. Uh, which keeps coming after you. That spider's a dick. Even after you keep tearing its legs off, so maybe the kid is a bigger dick. Such, mm. such um, good art. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I, that, that spider gets pretty nasty after a while. Uh, I could, down to one yeah, leg. Yeah, I continued then, pl- playing after that quick look and or, took out a spider. You have a real spider phobia, though. You have any a, a arachnophobia, don't you? Nah, or is I don't it, know. Is, is, it, is it arachnophobia to be scared of like really big hairy spiders, or is that just natural? It's just phobia. Or, it's just yeah, fear. That's just that's <laughs> that, common sense. Yeah, that's that's like living. That's staying alive. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a it's like being scared of like recently. <laughs> but you're also like scared of spiders, like little baby, like the kind that like children. Well, yeah, because they go in your mouth, and they also want to go not, in your ears. Not, I don't. They're just hanging yeah. out. No, they're just waiting for you to fall asleep, so they can get inside. Yeah, so they can get inside mm-hmm. and they lay don't. their eggs in your ear, and then so you. Can Why would eat. they go in your mouth to lay eggs in your ear? Because yeah, it's, it's warm and moist. But I'm saying they could go Circuitous. in your ear. It's it's go pretty, straight to the ear. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying spiders. Spiders are smart either. You know? They're pretty stupid. See, pretty spiderist. I am a spiderist. I had I had no idea. It's true. I had no type of person. That she was come to one of my rallies. Oh, got these pamphlets, brother. <laughs> got a Facebook page, brother. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> oh, Bring your stomping shoes. I, my last spider fight encounter, I was naked, and it was I felt like wait, wait, violated. I was I was in the shower. And a spider oh. coming right at me. <laughs> it was like the biggest spider. He was coming at you. It was coming Malice directly at me. With a video camera. Eyes. There was hair on that thing's legs. <laughs> it was coming at me. It's my bathtub. Yeah. I had a copy of The Watchtower. Yeah. It was terrible. It was, it was <laughs> the worst. I had you to do? kill it. Oh, you I got out of the damn shower. And you then, hopped out of the shower, didn't you? Yeah, totally. Went, ah! <laughs> and got out of the shower and grabbed the shower head and started like blasting the spider with the thing. I'm going to kill this thing with water. And it did not go down. It was yeah. so big, it was just shaking that off. Thanks for the, for the watch. Just turn yeah. the knob. Like, yeah, it just kind of kept... <laughs> Little heat, please. Yeah, yeah. Kind of kept coming. And then finally, it kind of took uh, took cover behind this brush that I have at the bottom of the shower. I used to clean the shower and all that sort of stuff. So once it was behind there and kind of pinned down, I kind of kept... I held the water on it so it couldn't get out and looked for something I could spray on it or something. So I could, it was too big to smush. And you're naked. And I'm naked, so I can't step, step on it. That's my, yeah, that's my naked so ass foot. Luckily, I had this big bottle of Aquanet. Yeah, no, me. actually, it was uh, scrubbing bubbles. Nice. That's why you wear boots in the shower now. Now and now, yeah. That's, I learned my lesson. So I actually just sat there and sprayed it with scrubbing bubbles until I thought it, I had done my com- completed my dark task. And uh, then that body sat there. Uh, overnight, because I was already, I was already late. We got we got a boat to catch to get to work. Now. Like, I can't fuck around all day killing spiders. I, I didn't even spiders. get to take a full shower. Spider robbed me of my shower. Time. That's just another... way to go, big man. Kill the spider. Way to, way to fight that spider and win. Kill it and won. I'm a winner. Me. 
We once uh, we once caught a giant spider in like a little Tupperware thing and uh, managed to get some like plastic wrap over it. Yeah, and we're just watching it run around in there and stuff. And then we kind of forgot about it and left it next to the window in yeah. the sun. And we came back later and it was all crispy. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we're the spider haters. <laughs> You're the one just torturing them. My yeah. mom keeps black widows. Whoa, what? Yeah, she yeah. does. Why would and, you do that? She keeps spiders and yeah. she has she an assassin. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think in her spare time, I don't really. But yeah, she always had, you know, like Black Widows in jars and stuff. Oh. They'd, and they'd go get crickets and feed it to the spider and then watch it. And I used to watch this and it was like, ah, that's great. Can, like, ah. Are they local? Like, can you find Black Widows? Oh, yeah, they're all, all behind get, the shop. Yeah, if you have a big <laughs> yard full of used uh, tires, you'll eventually get to find spiders out there. <laughs> um, my, uh, so, so yeah, that's that's my scarring up. I'm I was going to say, like, so there's an A to B to C on yeah, the hatred of. Now do you get it? It's pretty clear. My, uh, the spider my, my girlfriend, who was an RN, once uh, had a guy come into the hospital with a spider in his ear. Say, oh. Anything I'm making this stuff up, they wait. They but totally that spider like, went straight to the ear. Yeah, no, it was, it was totally in the ear, and the guy was freaking out because he could feel he could feel it running around oh. in there. What'd they do? Uh, it's they not had helping the, the spider. The solution cause. is to drown it out. Like tilt the guy's head and fill it full of water. Fill the Stick ear in. canal with water, and the spider will get the hell out of there, so wow. it won't drown. That's the worst. I know. Anyway, Ooh. Limbo. That's so Limbo. Five stars. <laughs> oh, giant um, spider killing simulation. Yeah. That's, uh, that turns out why Brad loves it so much. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Spider, no, there's only one giant spider. spider. They actually, uh, like, one of the cool things about it is how much the look of it evolves over time. I mean, like, you're fighting that giant spider, you're in the woods at first, and then you go into some caves, and there's, like, that, you kind of saw it in the quick look, there's, like, this weird Lord of the Flies thing going on where there's all these, oh, like, yeah. Other, other, dudes. other kids running yeah. around with like blowguns thrown, like shooting darts at you, and one of them's got an army helmet on. Huh. Um, Never explained though? No, not at all, which yeah. is kind of kind of what is cool about it. You know, later you end up in like kind of a mechanical industrial area. Like there's a lot of stuff in there, but the puzzles are just super well designed. Everything is beautiful looking. I mean, it's it's just a fantastic game. If you, uh, this is a ridiculous question, but if you had to put a time on it, like, what, what are, we, are we talking like three hours or are we talking like 10 or 15? No, not even close to 10. Like, okay. Probably three-ish. Okay. Like, you could take longer. So pretty, depends. A lot of it depends on how much you get hung up on some of the more abstract puzzles, because some of that stuff is crazy. Okay. Like, they, they sent out a lot of early codes for this game for some reason. There are, like, a lot of people on our site and elsewhere. Microsoft lately, um, I mean, you know, Crackdown 2, yeah. like, they seem like they're pushing hard. Definitely. But so I saw a lot of forum posts all over the place from people just going, like, oh, God, Chapter 22, what the hell do I do here? Uh, like, there is uh. definitely enough confusing stuff in there that people are seeking help. Is, is that... Like, is there any sort of braid comparison there as far as, like, the not complexity of... Uh, not internally at all. It's one, like, you can... In fact, there's an achievement... No, but I, I just for, mean, like, as far as, like, complexity of puzzles. Oh, oh, what do you mean? Like, is there any comparison to braid? super crazy like get, braid does. Yeah. In terms of difficulty? Yeah. Uh, there's three or four that, yeah, like, I totally ran back and... Well, I ran back and forth for, like, ten minutes trying to figure out what the hell... Okay. Whereas there were a couple in Braid that I put down for like six months before right. I came back to them. <laughs> so maybe not that hard. But was that one time, of those like, again, you were in the shower and then you just thought of it and you're like, oh. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then I had to like frantically run to the Xbox before I forgot. Get the scrubbing bubbles. Jump, <laughs> jump over the spider. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like just. Ottoman. Good Lord. Like they, they do so much with so little in this game. There's no music. Like I said, there's no color palette. Like nothing has a texture map because it's all just a silhouette. But it, like it, it's. Selling this game hard. It's, no, I mean all they, these things that it doesn't have. All of that length, is pictures. All of that is true. Does, does it got team deathmatch? Can I unlock an M sixteen or what? Is Jeff can, Bridges in this game? <laughs> Not talking about. Uh, it. You should. You should all play this game. Death bunk. No, I really do. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in playing. Absolutely. It's it's, um, it's 
it's not a fair comparison with Death Spank. I think it's only because they came out around the same time. But it's definitely like when I started talking about Death Spank, people were like, yo, should I, should I buy this or wait for Limbo? And I'm like, I don't I don't know what kind of person you are, so I can't really answer that question. <laughs> Too many but, variables here. But Bradley, so, anything else that you would like to talk about for game? <laughs> I guess that was pretty much it. It's been pretty much download time, 5,000 the last week. I mean, I'm playing Singularity and stuff, but I think those things have been discussed ad nauseum. So. I don't think ad nauseum, but no. yeah. We, I like Singularity. Singularity's all right. We're good. It's decent. I Brian, just, have you played any Singularity? Yeah. Uh, only before it came out, and yeah. I have to say I didn't really like what I saw. But I, but people say nice things, so maybe I was It's wrong. not a bad game at all. Yeah. It's just you've played I just got tired of it because I saw it about already. a million times before it came out. Mm. And apparently then, we, were, we were just in apparently the wrong list then because we did not see it since E3 last year. Well, actually, I think you're not because I think they that, that, that was the second part of my comment. It was like I saw it a million times and then I stopped seeing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah stopped, okay. I think they oh, stopped yeah, showing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think they just buckled down and tried to get that thing out the door. But... Uh, Did you yeah. tell another developer I hate what I'm seeing here? I loathe this. <laughs> I hate what you're doing your right time here. Time gloves? Seriously, <laughs> I just want to. I'm, I'm retching over here looking at your video yeah, game and, and your face. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could send it back in time. It's some pretty ladies. Something. <laughs> oh, I'd rather be playing Hexen Two right now. That's how much I hate this. <laughs> I thought we were beyond heretic here. People. <laughs> Let's get beyond Thunderdome here, folks. Um. All right, I, I will. I have to apologize right now if I am a less than effusive host uh, at this moment because shortly before we started recording this podcast, I went and moved two big goddamn arcade machines <laughs> into the office from the streets. Uh, and hey, y'all, arcade machines are pretty heavy. Yeah, even yeah, when you got like yeah, a dolly yeah. and some dudes helping you, like well, especially when they're four player. Yeah, we got a four player and two player. Uh, we uh, we came back with a bounty of riches from this weekend, myself and and Vinny and Jeff and. Uh, one Dave Snyder from California Extreme. The most extreme California there is. <laughs> That's right. Right next to California's Great America. It's the greatest America they've got. Seems pretty fitting. Right, we're, now we're going to get we're gonna get an email from that. What? Calling California the greatest America that there is. It's, now people are going to be angry about that. I'm That's, angry about that. It's true. That spider <laughs> union. And those spiders can type fast. <laughs> get a lot of legs. <laughs> spiders for America. That's right. Spiders um, for a greater America. <laughs> so, Vinny, yeah, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. I was, uh, I came back a lot more tired than uh, probably from no fault of California Extreme, probably from our poor eating choices, but just kind of wiped out after that weekend. It was, uh, we stayed up until. Did you eat something weird? What poor eating choices? Uh, every, every time I turned around, you guys were posting a picture of another restaurant. Yeah, I made a bunch of great eating choices. <laughs> We, China, China, we, chili on my dog. We, we, we kicked off with, Gross. there's a uh, off-brand uh, Bennigan's not far from. Ooh, a road. What, what, what do you mean off-brand? I mean, like, it's not part of the franchise, but it still has the Bennigan's name, so they don't, like, have, I guess, full menu options, I did my some, I did some reading oh, about yeah. Bennigan's after you guys posted the picture of the Bennigan's. I uh -huh. thought Bennigan's was long um, gone. Yeah. The corporate Bennigan's chain no longer exists. Mm -hmm. Okay, the that's... The franchise locations are still there. The operating independent right. franchises were allowed to keep their licenses after the corporation shut it down. So there's no oversight on any of these Bennigan's? Uh, I believe the, uh, the corporate... Ownership was transferred to a new company, which intends to, I think, reopen all of the corporate locations. Uh, well, Jeff I fucked up and got a Monte Cristo. Yeah, so yeah, I got the outlawed Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Dude. He had never had a Monte Cristo before, and when he was done, he said, never let me order a Monte Cristo again. 
Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, it is. It's deep fried. So it's a deep fried club sandwich, pretty that, much. Oh, yeah, basically have jelly in there. Uh, well, no, it's, it's uh, jelly. The <laughs> raspberry preserves served on the side and a light dusting of powdered sugar. Yeah, trusting you to make the best possible choice. <laughs> yeah, and for me, the best possible choice was to not use any of the raspberry preserves <laughs> right. and just eat the damn sandwich. It's, sugar, it's, it is sugar battered is, and deep fried, and yes, and sugar the, just comes on there. right? Yeah. There was not a lot of sugar on this mm. one either, though. That was not really an issue. So it didn't taste too much like a dessert mixed with a sandwich. So it was mostly just a sandwich that was deep fried. Although then we had the idea during the meal of a breakfast Monte Cristo. Yeah. How much better that would have been. Like, you know, bacon and eggs. eggs in there, mm. like deep fried batter kind of. That's a good way to start And your day from the start, <laughs> from the word go. Not to say that the things that we got at the Bennigan's were much better than the Monte Cristo, but. Uh, no. I got some weird, oddly named Paborian burger or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I remember you were like, "Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. Like, am I, am I getting right? the, the local patois correctly for this?" Benny <laughs> Oh, it's very good, very good. You've been here before. <laughs> you sound like you sound like you just speak fluently. It's like uh, a native. Yeah, so that was all right. Uh, and then we went to the Dare California. We went to Dare Wiener Schnitzel for yeah. dinner oh, nice. that night because there was a. First time for me there. Yeah, Vinny yeah, had not been yeah. as an East Coaster, not too familiar with the Dare Wiener Schnitzel. I like their chili. <laughs> I have to put it on things. Uh, yeah, I got a hamburger and a hot dog and then ate one of your corn dogs. Which That's right. I haven't yeah. had a corn dog in forever. And those things are like good, sweet, sugary. Mm. Like the, the dough is, uh, is sweeter than I uh, mm. remembered. So California Extreme. Yeah, there were video games. There are also, also video games. Not just, a, between this, we not just made bad food a food expo. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was actually a really cool weekend. You guys had talked it up a lot, and uh, it right, delivered. Jeff and I uh, and, and Dave had gone last year just kind of for funsies and enjoyed ourselves so thoroughly. Yeah. And uh, decided, hey, let's uh, drag Vinny along and make him work all weekend. And uh, it was uh, it was fun. It was a... Uh, they had about four... I think they said about 400 machines there. Over 400, 400 players, yeah. yeah over 400. Like it was big, dark ballroom convention center full of old yeah. arcade games. And you kind of don't realize it until you... It'd be cool to look at it from an overhead view, but they, like, corral you around in weird ways. Is where that an like, Ikea? Yeah, it yeah. kind of is. Where, like, okay, I'm walking through the pinball section, but now I'm in, like, a cocktail table land, and yeah. then you keep going, oh, laser disc aisle, <laughs> and then, like... You keep going, now you're in vector land. Some, yeah, someone with hardcore OCD organized that thing of like, no, this is where the space vector yeah. games go. Right. And the, you can't cut through, The vector really. games yeah. go over here. So where, yeah. does, uh, so where does Time Traveler fit? In the uh, laser, 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 laser It is yeah, I guess it does. So. It's right, right next to Cliffhanger and Space Ace and... Uh, Firefox. Firefox, Clover Command. Oh, yeah, said, uh, uh, the Act. The Act. Oh, Dragon's Lair? Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair 2. 1 and 2. Yeah, uh, pretty much any laser disc game I could think of. I don't. They had a weird one there. They had two I'd never heard of. One, uh, uh, one other Don Bluth one I'd never heard of before, and I can't. And the name escapes me. And then uh, another one with the name escapes me because I thought I'd seen them all. And I was like, "What is this a piece of animation?" That running? is that is one of the exciting things at at California Extreme is you know these are all old. Like a majority of these are from the seventies and early eighties. Yeah, they. They get up into the into the nineties and aughts as well, but that's definitely like you know American made, you know Bally Midway, Gottlieb, like th- those kind of names are what you see on a lot of the machines. But you'll still occasionally go and see like I've never seen this machine before in my entire life. I have no idea yeah. what this game is. So it's like it's old as hell, but it's still completely new to you. And it's a uh, that's cool. It is a cool experience. And so here's, it's this, all- here's this Astorac machine. I don't. Know. Uh, so you pay your cover, and then it's all free to play. I was gonna say yeah. the people there trying to. Make money off your quarters or something like Not that. Not at all. That's no. cool. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot of it is is kind of collectors and owners showing off 
of like check out this cool like I restored this sweet Donkey Kong machine and now it looks all you know pimped out and nice and play it and come play it yeah, yeah. absolutely and uh, I, I'm not sure if this if this kind of uh, uh, wisdom holds true for arcade machines but I know that you know pinball owners constantly trying to get people to come and play their pinball machines because if you don't play a pinball machine like they actually like will deteriorate over time just from disuse so yeah uh, gotta keep moving yeah yeah you got it's all those damn moving parts which is why i will not buy a pinball machine <laughs> you want to buy my pinball machine absolutely how much <laughs> thousand dollars i will give you twenty dollars for your missile command machine Maybe. No okay. way. No way. I might actually. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So you were. Uh, well, Ryan, Ryan was doing some wheeling and dealing. Because that's the, like some other the side of this. Sale. Yeah. Is that so, there are stickers that are like you know with price or like they literally say for sale or not for sale. And that's OBO. And sometimes yeah, it'll, yeah, and sometimes yeah. it'll say for sale. No. <laughs> <laughs> or if we saw one that said for sale, never. Yeah. Uh, so it's almost like not the dark side underbelly of this because it's kind of fun, but it's, well, it's, it's other. It's, weird... There's definitely something kind of dark yeah. about it because in some ways they're almost enticing the attendees. Like, hey, yeah. you could become a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> you and could own a machine yeah. of your own. And it's definitely like as soon as you own one, right? That's and you re- go through the process and understand what it means to keep up an arcade machine. It's not that high of a hurdle, and then you and then, they, start and then all like, those guys know your name, mm. and that's that's. It seems to me that's where the danger, because then it's like, okay, we know this guy, and we know what he wants. So if I'm trying to get rid of of some machine, or some other guy's trying to get rid of some machine, hey. we're gonna just always refer like, hey, this hey. other new Jack, I wants, know this guy, I know this guy that could yeah. maybe take this machine off your hands. So I will name. I've already I've already got people out there looking for machines for me. Uh, <laughs> there was definitely I saw one attendee being. Hardly initi- like initiated yes. hardcore. No, well, like, I'm going to say shout out to to Job. Oh man, he was from Reverb. He was buying. He was on a well. He was on a personal quest and a work quest. So he had uh, he had the double. Although we were basically doing the same thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, he, he had he had, a, he had to rent a budget rent a truck, and he had like four <laughs> machines in there by the end of this thing. What games were on the Reverb wish list? Uh, they wanted a, they wanted a Blitz. Yeah, they wanted a Blitz machine. I think that was the only thing that. That, but they did not get a blitz. <laughs> yeah, they had, the only blitz machine they had there was not great condition. It was, yeah. uh, was that a 2000? Yeah, it was a blitz 2000 it, with the, the monitor was not running in the right resolution. I think it was oh. the, the wrong monitor. Didn't, uh, didn't blitz run off a hard drive? Yes. Yeah. So like, it seems like that would be kind of harder to maintain. It's a big board and drive hard drive. Fail yeah. Over yeah. Time. But, you know, they're probably not that hard to replace. It's uh, also it's also it's also a hard drive. It's just right. Like, you'd have to if it died. You'd have to like a quantum have fireball to like, or whatever. get the image again. Somewhere yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty easy. Two hundred meg got, hard drive. I've got yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah okay. Je- Jeff's got it. If you need, I got I got a blitz image. <laughs> yeah, let's, you need one. Yeah, let's talk later. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh, I, yeah, Job was hustling hard. <laughs> And also enabling me to get out there and yeah, when you, when you guys got to talking, there was like a wild look in their eyes, <laughs> sweat like coming like, down. Right. He'd, come, yeah, he'd come over and be like, "Hey man, I was just talking to this other guy back here, and he's got this machine, and he'd like slash the price. You just go make an offer. You just go make an offer on it. We're going off like, site. We, we're going out to the you know we're gonna go. Oh yeah, out he was, yeah, he was, twenty miles yeah, away. There's a guy that's got a Donkey Kong Junior cocktail. He wants three fifty for it. <laughs> we're in San Jose. We're gonna go over there now. Check <laughs> this thing out. It's like, dude. Send me this picture and in, in a newspaper that says it's still, you know, the date on it. It's still and he, alive. And, and this is a cat that had not bought an arcade machine before, so he was like starting and starting big. Yeah. But Go. making good choices. I mean, everything. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he picked yeah. up a bubble ball machine choices. that was in good shape. He picked up that uh, was it Vindicators. Yeah, I got a Vindicators for like for two fifty or something yeah. stupid. I don't know if he pulled like the trigger that. on a, a crystal. Uh, he did. I, I, I made him do castles. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You talked him into. That. I talked him into crystal. Well, he was like, I don't know if I should. And I remember walking, walking out back to the loading dock and seeing him wrap that thing up, and I was like, Oh my god! 
on? What is going on? <laughs> and it was it was bad because I was walking around with two thousand dollars cash on me. It's that kind of we also, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just like so like seeing people buy machines, you start getting that yeah. fever of just like oh they're going, they're all going. I'm gonna get a machine. Yeah. I need to get a machine. I, I want a machine. I want a machine. So I thought about there was a Smash TV machine that was uh, labeled at seven fifty. Which seemed like more than I really mm. kind of wanted to spend on. That's high. That's high. Don't put it in there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, there's a, there's one Smash TV machine uh, in on eBay that was like sixteen hundred bucks. Oh wow! Uh, but, but eBay is crazy. The eBay worst prices are terrible for to that look stuff. for that stuff. Absolutely. Um, but Craigslist, although. Yeah, yeah, you get some trouble on Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist is full of people that somehow inherited a machine somehow and just want to oh, get rid no, of the damn thing. In and, the Bay Area right now, the dudes that are on there are yeah. like guy in Santa Rosa with like a half dozen machines on there. Like what, what's he got? He's got a more combat one for 200 bucks. Is it dedicated? Oh, yeah. Is it like de- is it dedicated MK1? Yeah. 200. All right. Stop this podcast. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, I get it. <laughs> all right. All right. At all least right. it looked like it. It looked right, like it. Gotta, there was a pretty uh, beat up Mortal Kombat machine at the show. It was an MK2, but it was a, you said it was, it was like converted. a, it was, it was a street fight. It's the same cabinet, the street fighter cabinet that we got. It's one of those, mm-hmm. but converted to run Mortal Kombat 2. So you could have a six, six buttons still? Yeah, it still had the six buttons on wow. it and stuff. So it was like two block buttons. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like ghetto. Uh, and somehow we wound up with an NBA Jam cabinet for 200 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah no, we, we picked up, we ended up uh, by the end of the of day two, by the end of Sunday, we had picked up uh, an NBA Jam machine for 200 and a, uh, what was, what was being displayed as a Willow machine on the floor, uh, like the movie, well, Val Kilmer, uh, but, uh, that was originally a champion, a Street Fighter 2 championship edition machine, but the dude had, had a, a hyper fighting, yeah, he had a hyper fighting board in there as well. So he was trying to sell basically... Hyperfighting and Willow in that cabinet for five forty five. I think we gave him five. I gave him five, and then gave him some money to then also bring. Yeah, he also brought the machine. <laughs> he brought NBA Jam and yeah. Street Fighter down here, so we didn't have to. So uh, we did not buy Willow. So Willow's is, not in there. Willow's, Willow's not, not in there. Okay. Willow's not in there. All we have is all we have is Jam and Street Fighter. But uh, I'm pretty happy with what we came up with. And he delivered both of those machines, which is like I don't know. That was that was That's pretty. Like, awesome. We were you looking at loading them back at Dave's truck and all that stuff. So I, I was we pretty s- sure we were just gonna break the machines <laughs> yeah. by loading them up. Yeah. And we were so excited when I was able to talk yeah. the guy into moving all of our machines. Like, oh, we don't have to worry about that at all now. <laughs> this is awesome. We just go awesome. home. And nice guy delivered them today. Yeah, yeah, brought them Very in nice. again not too long before the, recording this podcast. Yeah, those are heavy. It's you know we've got a little bit of video up on the site. We have a couple of quick looks from the show floor of Vinny and, and Dave playing some uh, Sprint Eight and uh, some four some Atari four player football, but only two players on the machine. Uh, yeah, we've got some other stuff, some some interviews that we are, have. Yeah, we have some other coverage forthcoming from little, California uh, Street. Color. But it's I don't know. It's it's kind of an experience that you just have to have. You, you kind of. I, like we can describe like it's it's like the biggest loudest arcade you've ever seen that you know, with everything set to free play it but gets crazy after a while like after a few hours in there like i i i kind of had to go out a lot like, yeah like yeah. just kind of find a quiet spot it's like oh, is it a lot of people fair amount but you yeah. could get on machines yeah like yeah. it was a good balance of like it's busy so you like you walk down these huge long rows of machines like yeah there's there are people here fucking playing arcade machines and it's mm-hmm. awesome but then it's like, oh, if I want to get on this machine, I, you know, I can wait a, a minute, or I can. There are right. so many machines that if someone's on a machine that I want to play, I don't worry about it. I just keep moving, and then I'll go play something else in the meantime, and then I'll loop back around and, 
you know, find it when it is open. It seemed like so, it was easier to get on machines this year than it was last year. You think so? I don't know. Well, it was open until 2 a.m. Uh, it was easier for us also because we were there for two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we were there the whole time. Last year, we just went for like one part of one day. Yeah, we just really. went for kind of just yeah. day trip. But then we got to this year. Uh, this we time, I was like, let's get hotel rooms and stay the whole time. It's, mm. Yeah, and the first night, Saturday night, out of it. Saturday night yeah. they stay open until 2 a.m., wow. which... What was most surprising to me about that was how full the place was when yeah. they turned the lights on at 2 a.m. Yeah. Of like, I figured, okay, by one, this place will be completely dead. We'll have a full run of the place. It'll be, we can do dumb stuff in here. It'll be awesome. But it wasn't, it wasn't that much less crowded at two. Uh, yeah. Than it was during the, you know, kind of peak hours, I guess. Sounds like uh, there may have been a fair number of listeners. There. Yeah, Giant Bomb representing uh, pretty hard at California Extreme, which was uh, really good to, to see. Uh, yeah, know, happy happy to see uh, you know that us sitting here and talking about California Extreme got some people to come out and yeah, attend the show, support yeah, the cause. play some targ. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's a it's a volunteer show, so you know they're not they're not trying to turn profit, and it's a it's a pretty small group of people putting it on. So to be able to have you know bring some people and have them come to the show and and uh, help support it was uh, felt felt good about that. So uh, game of show, I'm going to say Cocktail Warlords for me. Uh, four player. Yeah, I think uh, that ran away with it. Best yeah. new IP. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, uh, War- Warlords. Warlords. Really uh, good tech in there. Uh, there were some some cash games of Warlords going on. I took some money off you guys playing Warlords. <laughs> Bitch. Um, my almost game of the show would be uh, that Tapper machine that I <laughs> that you almost got. I almost bought, but then insulted the dude by offering him too low. I, I don't know. I'm still waiting for. I'm still what waiting did that just like back. end negotiations or something? Oh, so so let me tell you. To- <laughs> let me tell you the whole. I've told this to a few other people, but let me tell you the whole story, Brad. Uh, so there were a couple of tapper machines there, and there was one for sale for 800 bucks. Now I'm not going to spend 800 bucks on a tapper machine. I don't blame you. Uh, it's a gorgeous it's, machine, though. It's, it was a it was a good looking machine. Yeah, it was a good looking machine. It uh, you know it had the taps. It was an original cabinet. It had the side art. Uh, it had the little place for you to put your beer on the side of the cabinet. It had the foot rail, which I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen a tapper machine, an original tapper machine like that in that yeah, good of shape. Yeah, so it was yeah. uh, to see two of them right there, right next to each other, was pretty impressive. Uh, but I had again talking to Job and all the other like hustler ass arcade owning people. Uh, I had come to learn that the guy that owned the tapper machine that was for sale was kind of over the barrel because he had lost his storage space. So he needed to, like, there was a bunch of machines that he had for sale that he, like, needed to get rid of because he did not have space for them anymore. So I thought, all right, well, I don't have a ton of money to spend on a machine, but let me let me see if I can throw, like, 400 bucks at him. And so I find him on, on Sunday and offer him four, and he says, no way. Does not does not try to negotiate any further. And because and, I had, like, texted him earlier with the same offer, and I heard nothing back. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go find him and say it to his face. He said, are you going to text me earlier? I'm like, yeah, he said, yeah, no. No uh, way. Damn. And so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I don't care that, that, <laughs> that much. Well, you kind, of, yeah. kind of felt bad. Maybe, maybe like, you know, you're saying to me, like, uh, oh, I think I think I maybe I heard hurt his feelings or something. <laughs> like, that's well, the end I, of that. I was okay yeah. with that. <laughs> but I also had a feeling that, like, well, he still, regardless of him being insulted by my offer, he still does not have that storage space. So he's going to have to do something if no one else offers. And then several hours later, he came back to me or he texted me back. So I'd take 700 for it. <laughs> Uh, and I, I countered, but I haven't heard back from him yet. But I expect, still I still ongoing. fully expect that this is an ongoing negotiation. So we'll see if by the end of the week I own a tapper machine. I doubt it. You don't think so? I, I think, think it's, it's over. Late now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's over. We'll see. Show's over. Those machines are getting packed up, you know, and, and taken out of there. That one's got so. nowhere to go. 
Yeah. Like, by the sound of it. Well, well, maybe somebody, maybe somebody maybe pays him Leave him in that truck for a little while and see what he can do. But that's, yeah, that, that's got to be a hard thing. You know, it, it's it's why you I can't get in too deep to collecting arcade machines. I got three. Uh, but at some point, you just don't have the space. Yeah. And at some point, you're one of those people who's like, yeah, I got a warehouse space full of arcade machines. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I yeah. never go down there. I never see them. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> They're not set up to actually play because yeah. the, there's no, no floor there. space there. Yeah, it's so I don't I don't want to end up like that. 45. Can, Jeff, we get that empty building across the street from Gales. We turn that into an arcade like our dreams. You're saying we should open an arcade. I'm saying we should open an arcade in downtown Petaluma. Okay. We've had this conversation about that building, that space, that old bank that's on the corner, right across oh, from yeah, Gales. Yeah, the bank on the corner. Yeah. Turn that into. Is there still nothing in there? There's still nothing in there, as far as I know. Turn that into an arcade. Then we could go out of business. <laughs> like all Just other like, yeah, yeah, you guys should totally do that. So I can buy your cabin and talk. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four hundred bucks for that tapper cabin. No, no way. way. No way. No way. You put a bar in your arcade. That might be a viable business model. Yeah, I don't know. Pedal <laughs> bars are not doing great these days. Wouldn't I'm that, told, there's, so. there's already a lot of them. Wouldn't that be yeah. just putting a like a cabinet in your bar? Isn't that kind of a depends on how many machines are in there? Gales yeah. already has a cocktail Miss Pac-Man with a speed hack on it, so it's oh, you know. Yeah, I'll give let's, let's steal that arcade. Yeah. Let's steal that. Pick. I've already worked out. We can't talk about this on this podcast because when that machine shows up missing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've already said too much. <laughs> It'll uh, be a shame when it shows up missing is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I agree. No, it's an right. uh, integral part of the atmosphere of that bar. Anyways. Uh, yeah, a cool show. It was a lot of fun. A lot of um, good people. One of the awesome things, and we saw this at California Stream last year as well as the Pinball Expo, uh, whenever that was. When was that? November. That November. Yeah, the out there in San Rafael. Uh, one of the awesome new trends, uh, I guess new, I, mean, I had not seen it before, is uh, dudes have started replacing the old uh, light bulbs from pinball machines with LEDs, and it makes them incredibly bright. It also makes them like pull less power and makes them run cooler, but what's like amazing about it is how, how much brighter than yeah, they had vivid. ever been yeah. before these machines look, and how vivid it makes all of the art, and just like... The play field. It's, are, you, uh, are you just talking about the backlighting behind? No, like, like the, any yeah. lights, any any lights on the board, so any, like bumpers, like, bumpers or, or, like, like exposed LEDs. Yeah. Well, they have like uh, little caps on them. But yeah, yeah, there's there's plastic or uh, you know oh. like, uh, colored. Uh, they are protected, on but on the backboard, on the play field, and it's crazy because it makes them look yeah. brighter it's, than they had I ever. I was going to say that almost sounds like blinding. It's all awesome. that many. It's huh. it's like the future. Well, when you when you open up the backboard, then you you get blinded a bit. But once the the glass or the the plastics over it, it just really brings out all the color from mm. that uh, from that that overlay. Yeah, we have all. Of, never mind. We have some uh, video of it. It it doesn't play as well in the, mm. in the video as it does uh, when you're there because uh, when you're there, when I was when I was looking at the stuff with Ryan, I was like, oh yeah, that is really bright. But then you go play the old machine, and it just looks desaturated. Yeah, it just, and just dingy. And just, yeah. yeah. It's like, I thought that was supposed to be blue. Like, what is that? I think I'm going to buy a light kit for my Earthshaker machine. Oh, and, wow. And do the lights on it. The guy did say they're just, you know, drop into yeah. the, the slots. and uh, Yeah, it's not like a wiring job. It's just, yeah. just plug into the old socket. Yeah, he said that yeah. they had a Xenon machine they were showing off that someone had brought in to have done. He said it took him like an hour and a half to do it. So Yeah, yeah it, it was cool for sure. That was neat. 
Uh, so yeah, more video forthcoming. Yeah, there'll there'll definitely be a, a a bigger kind of show floor piece with a bunch of interviews, and uh, we'll, we're gonna hold uh, hold some stuff until we uh, to, uh, to a later date. Yeah, to a later date for uh, certain purposes. It's not that exciting, but it's pretty cool. I know. Uh, well, let's, let's let's not speak specifically about it, so we don't. And uh, yeah, there you know, excited. we talked. Uh, Ryan talked to uh, that guy. Uh, had some dude grab the microphone yeah. and, and interview. Uh, uh, do an interview for us, which was nice. That just goes to show you the nice people there at California Extreme are willing to yeah, do not our even, jobs. Not a fan was not familiar yeah. with Giant Bomb. Just uh, offered to take over interview duties, and I said, "Sure, I'll go do something." <laughs> Why else. don't you play? Yeah, I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was it was really fun. It was really eye opening to see. Great to see a lot of like like dads bringing yeah. their kids in there, and just kind of like the, here's the here's what I knew as video games when I was a kid, and. Cool seeing like kids getting into it, or, um, or at least pretending to. And then after that, going, Dad, your games are bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting next to one dad who was playing Pong, and he was like talking up the, oh, great shot, like you really got that one. <laughs> and the kids like, it's like, oh, you're in good bank on that. You know, you gotta be careful sometimes because the ball can come off at an odd angle. Did you tell a kid want to go play Halo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go play Death Bank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to go teabag someone, call him a noob. <laughs> no, but it was a great atmosphere, and, and uh, no fights broke out. It's, it's, yeah, there were no gang fights in this arcade. It's not, it was not the world-famous pack Except when arcade. That, that guy picked that main machine. That- yeah, there was almost violence. There was a raffle, and they were giving away a couple of pinball machines and a couple of vector uh, machines, and... Like basically, what was effectively like a it's know, like a ten in one or something more more than that, but it was basically just like an emulation cabinet, and the dude who won the raffle. Picked the emulation cabinet and all of like the hardcore collectory dudes like were just, of- just pissed. <laughs> just like what the like what a fucking waste. Because you know yeah, those really like, like those those pinball machines like that what was a roadshow machine those go for like three grand easy. Huh. Yeah, something like that. Like, those are Monopoly was the expensive. other one. Yeah, Monopoly that's, that's a recent machine. machine. Yeah. It's, it's, or a Tempest machine or a yeah Star or War. or you get you a Tempest both. and a Star yeah. Wars machine was one of the it was you can like if you won you got to choose one of these and you chose and he's like this god so it's like all the games <laughs> I can play more games with this one than the other ones and, <laughs> and yeah it, so I, I literally heard someone say where is that guy I want to go punch him in the face. <laughs> Which is what we were saying, like jokingly yeah. saying, like this, this someone's going to win the raffle and pick that stupid. <laughs> that, I was saying, I was like, oh, Vinny yeah. Was, Vinny was talking like if you won the raffle, that's what he, I said. I, yeah. I will punch you in the face. If you <laughs> that's do probably, that. that's what, what was it? A bad one of those? No, no, no. no so but it, it looked kind of crappy. But, that, but it's know, not. But, it's not the crowd that is there. Oh, I totally yeah, understand yeah. what you're saying. But for somebody who doesn't give a shit right. about collecting arcade cabinets, right. they get the fuck out. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I was saying. I was like, you know what? I would probably build like a, a cabinet and put some kind of like you know main box or something. And to just cycle through all these games, but it's a completely different world where, like, yeah, yeah, these totally. these are like art pieces or set pieces like, that you're do, about, do like you furniture. get. What I'm saying, I feel like because when we were talking about getting arcade machines and all that other stuff down here, people are like, "Oh, let's build a main cabinet." Like, no, that's yes. not. I mean, that, well, that's, I, that's not I, I the would point. still, I would still do it, but I see, I, I totally understand yeah. the. Uh, it's you know, it's like buying a painting. Or something. I mean, they are they are pieces of nostalgia yeah. to be coveted because they're rare right. and old. It's yeah, not so you can flick from Joust to you know Arkanoid really yeah. easily. Yeah, because I know that it's just running on some software emulating inside what is a personal computer sitting inside a box, not solid state technology, not this, you know, old original. Like there's there's something to the vintage of all that well, stuff. Well, there's also I feel like uh and it, maybe it's why the the 
era kind of stops at a certain point. At some point, there was a craftsmanship in the actual cabinet making where they're yeah. all very different. Like, like, yeah. like that wacko machine? Yeah. I'm or that for crazy or even those like short kind of little, little cabaret, cabaret machines. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, the, they're figuring out control schemes. Like nobody really understands what they need to do. Like I'll put a knob on it. Like, and, yeah, uh, his, historically, like seeing like there's, there was a game Shark. Where it was just like this, like this big broad panel on this machine with these little tiny buttons on it, and that was like there were four buttons. That was basically your directional control, and like you, there was like a weird toggle switch where you could change difficulty on the fly, and that would change like the level layout. And, and it was just like this is made in 1975 yeah, before nobody said like this is a joystick. <laughs> this is what a joystick looks like. This is how a joystick works. It's just like we're figuring this stuff or out. Or even the there's optics or it's like, us. I'm going to I'm going to put a screen, I'm going to reflect the screen back onto it like a painted background and like that's pretty cool and like wow, really? And like all right, and then yeah. they then they figured out that well, we could just put a color monitor back there and that's pretty cool too. Let's see, they didn't have those before, oh. man. There's that weird pinball machine that was reflected up inside. It was like an arcade cabinet but had a pinball machine Farcon? in it. Barcon. 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 It was weird. That game was awesome. It was like inside an arcade or like a, you know, stand-up stand up arcade up. cabinet, but the board was the actual play field was down below, but then reflected up vertically, so it, it looked like the balls were flying up oh, into wow. the air, yeah, basically. Like anti-gravity ball. And then you used, like, two joysticks to flick the... Was the, crazy. The flippers. It was... Just, it was yeah, that, that game was bananas. And that's the one that smelled the best to me. That was the musty, kind of, like, dusty uh, tube <laughs> oh, that, heating up. Oh, you want that burned uh, yeah. dust smell. My Missile yeah. Command machine smells like burning <laughs> dust every time I flip it on. It uh, just always reminds me of old guitar amps or something. Just yeah, like, cool. oh, yeah. It's like, oh, this is, there's some old electronics warming up in yeah. here. Uh, but yeah, California Stream, go next time. Yeah, 2011, uh, July 9th and 10th uh, are the dates for that. So yeah, yeah. book your travel now. Rooms are still available <laughs> at the Hyatt. Rooms at the weird smelling Hyatt are still available. <laughs> yeah. It's the second weird smell. Did your floor smell weird like that? Because <laughs> like, the room didn't smell weird. No. But like the hallway on the like, fourth floor It was floor like a mix weed. of like cherry carpet cleaner and weed. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, definitely like people getting high yeah. on your floor. Well, I mean, yeah. smoke them if you got well, them, right? Well, fourth, fourth, <laughs> at one point, the uh, room number for 420 had been ripped off the wall and was lying on the floor. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> uh, but they were like powder blue the hallway. Hey. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Yeah. The elevator guy will go down in history as <laughs> the hippiest hippie. Not even going to tell that story. It's just not, even, not even worth it. Just, but that's how it ended with a man saying that to me and Dave and me and Dave trying not to lose it. I really, I really want to ask, but I don't want to engage in stereotyping. Like what, like I want you to paint me a picture of what the typical arcade cabinet collector guy is like. Really like excited. Fat, fat bald dude with a ponytail. Neckbeard, maybe. Like full beard. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I, like I, I really envision him being just like the kind of guy who is. Neither of the guys that we bought our machines from fit that type. Yeah. Okay. All. Okay. So that's cool. There, there were some guys who were like, "Oh, you definitely look just like, like real grognard." Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I picture tall guys. I there. picture. Uh, oh my I picture, god! Like, giants, giants, really? like, <laughs> little, like little oh, giants. Like some of the tallest people I've ever seen, like just walking around. <laughs> One of them, uh, uh, Ben, a giant bomb fan. Very uh, tall man. He was a tall gentleman, but he was not even the tallest gentleman I, felt, I saw. Yeah, I felt short a couple of times <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, it, was, like, it was odd. Oh, that dude is, whoa. <laughs> like, like seven footers, like crazy, it's like the like big mon- show monster around. people. Spend all that time moving arcade cabinets around. You're going to build <laughs> Just, up. That's what, we need. that's what we need. That's that's why they were there is that all the guys who own machines had befriended these, these giants. <laughs> like frost giants. I, I, yeah, I need these frost giants to move <laughs> these arcade machines for me. I just I just picture a lot of like Linux guy and a ham radio guy. Yeah, kind of, but I don't know, pretty pretty broad base, it seemed. Yeah, like kind of diverse. I th- I'd say the thing that 
uh, it seemed to me throughout the entire thing was just enthusiastic, like super yeah. excited about. Not a ton of ladies there. And the ladies who were there with dudes. Pulled by their wrists. Yeah, I disagree too. I think there was. Yeah. I think there was a lot of women there. Yeah, I, I would was, say almost like 20 percent. Like I would say was, more than that. Really. Yeah, it was, it was I'd, say good, I'd say a good quarter. Maybe Sunday was a little different than Saturday. <laughs> there was there was a lot, of there. There was a lot of ladies playing. There was yeah. uh, this one girl who had a. A skirt on that had to, that she had put like Pac-Man imagery along the bottom of. Like there were there were what? lady oh. nerds there too. Yeah, I see so. you guys are still wearing your Space Invaders wristbands. <laughs> sure, to so make it off. Those are pretty good wristbands. I ripped mine off last night. Yeah. Colorful, uh, but it still kind of feels like it's on. It's that weird, like you wear it for a couple days. Like ah, what's showered in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's already yeah, it's been showered <laughs> in a couple times, but it's made of that weird like yeah, yeah, yeah. fashion fibrous. Uh, yeah, that design, I, yeah, that design would make a great band aid. Yeah, hmm. I would buy those band aids. Sure, great stuff for radio here. Looks like uh, neon-colored Space Invaders. There you go. Ba-boom. Um, anything else to say? I- I'll say this about, about California Extreme. This will be my, my last comment on the show. I, uh, Closing thoughts. What was, what was really great about the whole experience for me was just going to a place where there is that reverence, that true reverence for arcade machines. Not just for like the games, but for that era and that culture. And it, it, is, it is kind of a crazy time machine when you first walk in there of just how complete... All of the all of the things are and how like this is how I remember this stuff exactly except way way more of it and everyone that's there is just way into it and like you could just compare that to the way you know arcade machines get treated today just you know you see them they're just in some sad corner of a laundromat somewhere or like your Earthshaker machine yeah. sitting in a tattoo parlor like actively on fire <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like either apathy or yeah like actively hated or yeah. something well uh, to, to, i don't know we we smeared a bunch of butter on it but it didn't it, it doesn't it seem didn't to kill it yeah it still <laughs> seems to work spray these scrubbing bubbles on this uh earth shaker machine it was a spider it kept, yeah. it kept coming the so. spider inside of it so we just put the can in there and then shot the can i put a grenade in it <laughs> hey, that earth shaker machine would probably still survive if you put a grenade in it i think it's heavy that yeah carry so, a couple uh, arcade machines they're pretty you know what arcade machines pretty heavy you know, a lot of dense particle board, big, heavy CRT monitors. That's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the contents of those. But yeah, uh, pinball machine ain't no joke. Did you guys see a xenophobe machine by any chance? No, no. there was one there last there's year. One, there's one for sale on Craigslist, though. That's, oh, really? Yeah, oh, don't was, tell was, me that. Was, was like, like I was talking good. about that. Yeah, uh, you were. And I, I saw that. I was thinking about it, and I thought about you, and it's like 300 bucks or something. So we how much was it? Like, like 300 bucks. We should what? Go, yeah, we should go look at that. Yeah, it was a three-player. Dude, what are you keeping all this information secret? I just found it out this morning before I left. I was finding I was I was looking at Craigslist and then going like ongoing problems. I should stop looking at Craigslist right now because this is going to go really bad really soon. You guys get xenophobe. I'll reconsider that job offer. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to buy that Touchmaster machine. That guy got back to me. That's right. After after last week, so we will have a Touchmaster machine. I mean, I told I I told Jeff this morning I'm getting ready to sell my car. Just go buy a panel truck just so I can start shipping more easily. Move these arcade machines around. (laughs) So do we enable adult mode or not? Oh, uh, touch mastering, so. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, after it's hours, erotic photo. Touch. That was that was the best get from California Stream that that Job picked up. Oh, the yeah. So there was this. It was a old Data East cabinet, like it used to be a, a bad dudes or a Robocop machine. You know, it's got like that domed marquee shape to it. Like there's a it's kind of a specific shape to those those machines yeah. that had at some point in the past been converted into a Tetris machine because it had like the Tetris side art on it, and there was some other name in the marquee yeah i can't remember what it was something nondescriptly arcade game sounding right 
But then what was in there currently was basically like an erotic breakout clone. So like as you knocked the bricks out, there would be like a naked lady or a naked dude back there. Um, and that was being – and then like so someone had to like drill new holes to put a paddle in it. So it was – corners all busted off. Like you'd see like bare uh, plywood or a particle board just on corners. And it was just – it was a fucked up looking machine. But it was being sold for 100 bucks, And I was looking at it and I was like, man, 100 bucks, just, you know – do for a machine that you'd like, that would be the sort of thing you convert into just about anything because it's already got all these holes drilled. And you're right, like, oh, right. And it's like that would that would be an okay like oh maybe if I do want to make a main cabinet or whatever. Uh, but I, I didn't get it, and then eventually Joe picked it up for twenty dollars. Wow, twenty dollar arcade machine. Jeez, that's cool. But uh, tell me more about this erotic break. <laughs> it was it had boobs. Were there a lot of? It like, also had it also had dongs in it. Were there it like was, a lot of awesome like teased eighties bangs in it? Uh, well, I mean, it was all drawings. It wasn't real oh, live okay. pictures. It was very erotic. Boobs and, dong, <laughs> boobs and dongs, but it was a lot of boobs and dongs. Very erotic. Sorry. It was pretty erotic. I can't remember the name of the game itself for the life of me, but yeah. Anyways, that was California that Extreme. That was California Extreme. It it ruined the uh, game room for me. Like having seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it you know it definitely kind of shows you is that it because all the avatars were moving and functional yes it wasn't like actively it's, it's exactly. because you the fi- leaderboards worked you out. finally <laughs> see that like there are there are games that just sometimes they're like easier in in game room they're easier with a modern controller yeah. but there's a lot of them that's just like you can't emulate this control like this weird non standard control that we had in this arcade machine with you know two analog sticks and some buttons like it just doesn't it doesn't translate the same. We're even just playing it in an arcade environment. Oh, something weird about like seeing like you know major havoc you know being played in an arcade with Dave sitting there with the knob yeah. and stuff. It's like I mean the, the knob just feels so much different than the analog stick. The, yeah, the analog stick just doesn't work right. It's, I, don't I don't know. I don't like it at all. A lot of those, yeah, I mean, a lot of those machines, there's just a lot of weight to just the basic controls. Like, if you've got a trackball or a, you know, a paddle control or something like that. Warlords. Yeah, like, Warlords is a game, fuck off on Game Room. It's <laughs> terrible in Game Room, but as an arcade game, it's amazing. Yeah. But they only made a little over 1,200 of those cocktail cabinets. So, finding one will not be easy. I'll be on the lookout. Well, I was on eBay I'm, before. I'm wired in now. <laughs> and now. And now Joe and I are talking about going down to those auctions. So, Oh, Dude, man. Let's go. Let's go. I really want to go. Yeah, yeah. Shoot out. Like San Jose on the regular, they have these like crazy arcade super auctions where a lot of machines get sold. So, All right. Capitalism. We'll talk about this forever. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. So I was on a Craigslist. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find a good jazz machine. <laughs> where were you looking? Uh, all Casual Bay Cracks. Area. <laughs> yeah. uh, all Bay Mis- Area. Missed connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from California I saw Extreme. you at California Extreme. You on BART Station. Black shirt. Me. <laughs> Ponytail. Joust machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did like... Who was it that was it way into Joust 2? Dave. Dave was way into Joust 2. Oh. I don't like Jousts. I like Jousts. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big Joust guy. I like Jousts. I, I like the sound. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. It's a good sound. Sure, it sounds fine, but... News! You guys want to talk about some news? Mm-hmm. All right, let's I talk need... about 1 versus 100. Man, I want to disappointed. talk about that. <laughs> I, I got to go to the bathroom, and I'm waiting strategically for the right story to not be here for. Well, it's not this one. Uh, after, uh, the, I guess, the second season of 1 versus 100 ending a while ago, it was in question what was going to happen... Two uh, Xbox Live Prime Times premiere and only piece of programming 
Uh, and it was uh, announced officially last week, much to host Chris Cashman's surprise and uh, lament that 1 versus 100 would not be returning. So if you did not get the full 200 points in 1 versus 100 already, oh. you are boned for life. For now. Who knows? For now, for life. Probably forever. Yeah. Who Pro- knows? Probably. I mean, it sounded like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how much sourcing is going on here, but it sounded like there was just like pressure from license holder and it was not bringing in what Microsoft needed or wanted it to. Oh, oh I it, forgot it only there was had, a license holder. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was always just sprint ads. Like, yeah. When, when it, it wasn't it, ads for Microsoft stuff, it was just yeah. all sprint all the time. And, you know, it didn't have a ton of advertiser support. Uh, it seemed like they were getting a, like a good number of concurrent users using it whenever they would do their live shows, but and then a crazy outpouring from Games Press uh, of of lament again when this when this news came out. But I have to wonder how many of those people actually because I know like I was bummed about it, but at the same time I, I realized like I I only played it like three times. I, I played a few times, but I didn't I did not play that often. Yeah. I, I probably played played maybe like less than ten times. All told, yeah, that's about of, yeah, of, of yeah, like live sure. of live games. Like there were those. I yeah. probably played less than ten times, even counting like their non-live games. And, and I think that was part of the problem is that they they ended up diluting. I, at least I felt like they ended up diluting that product by not having it. They, it needed to be live more often. It needed yeah. to be full stakes. It always felt like they play. were in some kind of ramp up mode where it's like you know yeah. we're gonna be live a Figured couple times out, a week right. while we're kind of messing around with it and. And see how it goes. And Pat Sajak nuts up every week, five days. That's right. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek is 71 years old. Yeah. What? Just and turned. Doing Happy work. birthday, Alex Trebek. And he does five shows of Jeopardy a week. And Jeopardy's right hard. Yeah, yeah, but they also probably like shoot them all at oh, once. They film, like well, they, but still doing five shows. Yeah, that's still two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. That's even days. harder. I work yeah. eight hours plus <laughs> on most days. But no one made you. Cut but off Trebek your writes all the questions. That's true. Oh, okay. Also, all right. okay. also, all right. Trebek That's from memory is the smartest man in the world. Don't tell me you think Pat Sajak has it hard. Like I don't know. Dude. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I would not want to be Pat Sajak. I'm just saying. About Chris I, I feel. I feel bad for Pat Sajak. Yeah, but like in, in a different, in a weird, in a different way. Not in like oh, because he's, like, he's, oh. he's trapped. Yeah, he's that man just, is trapped. He's trapped. He's like being super well paid. He's super well paid, and, and he could walk away at any time. His job is way easier than Trebek. I don't think he could. He's his job his is way golden easier. handcuffs. Yeah, it's totally golden handcuffs for him. Well, he's he's also and think of like how how many times could you deal with the same just like middle American claptrap garbage? Like, oh, so you're a veterinarian? What's that like? Like the the awful dumb small talky bits. Like, there's way more kind of like homespunny kind of. Aw shucks vibe to Wheel of Fortune yeah. that, that he has to put on every night. But but I watch a lot of Wheel of Fortune these days, and I watch a lot of Jeopardy these days, uh-huh. and there's nothing more awkward than the end of Jeopardy when Alex Trebek is standing with the three contestants as the credits are rolling <laughs> and nobody's talking. <laughs> I think it's pretty awkward. I always leave uh, to go get a drink or a snack or something whenever it's Trebek doing the like getting to know you part because that's... Yeah, he does not have good rapport just, with those people. He seems like a hell of a guy, but yeah, you're right. He just—it seems like I've, he's pushing. Uh, it's because he is better than them. It's because That's what I mean. he is better than. Them. And, and even when they and are talking, even though he's Canadian, yeah, well, he is. He is, but I wouldn't hold that against him. But he—they're he, <laughs> standing there, and if they are talking, Trebek is maybe talking, but he's not looking them in the eye. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just looking down at the cards and shuffling like, them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're. How much longer really we got, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. like, good stuff. Um, it does sound from this announcement, though, that uh, it's it's not explicit, but it sounds like uh, Xbox Live Primetime as a kind of overarching program. An initiative. An initiative. There you go. Thank you, Brad. Uh, is still ongoing. Like they kind of talk about, like, oh, the people that we're working on these games are working on other stuff now. Within we have new, we'll have more exciting stuff to announce in the future. Haven't they announced kind of a couple others when they rolled out the primetime or the uh, the one versus one hundred stuff? I think they talked about you know potential opportunities to have other games, but never never really got specific. Uh, and uh, yeah, so so Chris Cashman has a great. A, a, okay, a pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. It's it's pretty. It starts, it's, it starts it's, strong. It's funnier than I would expect it to be. Let's say because I thought he was an okay host, but uh, you know he had his his phony, I don't know, game show host kind of vibe. I mean, that's what I want out of a game show host. Sure, I want sure. a game show host to be a game show host. Yeah, um, you don't want to be Howie Mandel or right. Guy Fieri. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. Who is that? That's the guy from See? Food Network. Exactly. The guy from those, he's, he's the guy from those uh, Applebee's. No, he's oh, the guy from those he does, Friday's it, Wait, what's he doing now? Minute wait, to Win It? He does, yeah, yeah. Uh, minute to Win It yeah. is a stupid game show on mm-hmm. NBC. Wink, Wink Martindale? That's uh, game show. No, host. I'm talking about uh, Gene Raber. Chuck Woolery. Okay, all right. You know, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Wools. Chucky Wool. Yeah. Captain Chuck Wool. Guy was smooth. Bob Barker Still anymore? is. Yeah. Still is smooth. True. Chuck Woolery did not lose his smoothness. All right, Brad, you can move. All right. We're done talking about one versus one hundred. Is it LeBron? I wonder. I, I wonder where it goes, though. I wonder, like, like what what is the Xbox Live primetime initiative? If not, well, it seems like for this. that thing to work, they have to make the advertising end work. Yeah, uh, you know, they have to get the, the number of viewers in there to be meaningful to an advertiser before they're going to, you know, commit because it, it's like substantial resources going into like you know you're burning through these questions pretty rapidly when you're doing the non live right. shows and the live shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also started having like the community writing a lot of questions. Yeah, they started having that stuff, and you know, it's uh, like I think at some point, and maybe they were just kind of messing around. But it, it seemed like that maybe they they thought that maybe Cashman couldn't carry it on his own. So like, oh, we got some guests in here. Xbox Live's Major Nelson in here to talk about video oh. games. What's going on at E3? And like the Penny Arcade dudes were on like once or twice, and it's like this lady wrote a book. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> So we're gonna ask questions about her book. Okay, uh, it seems like that you know, like maybe they were experimenting with like you know I mean, making was, like promotional opportunities. It was or, a bold experiment, like yeah. the whole thing, top to bottom, of like it's free to play. It'll be adver- advertiser supported, and it will be like true live gameplay, and you could win like legitimate and cool yeah. stuff, like prizes for yeah. real prizes. I well. feel like it kind of informed like some of the other stuff that that ended up happening, like with EA's like live sports broadcasts like MMA is doing that and isn't Madden doing something uh, I don't know, yeah, I, don't know. I, I guess I, I, I don't believe that anyone wants those things yeah I don't though. I don't think people want yeah them. probably not but <laughs> it, it, it's a beautiful idea no, like what yeah. they when they like, tell it to cool. you it that sort of awesome. live programming sounds awesome but yeah then it, it comes down to like do you want to watch a couple of guys play this MMA video game and here are their trash talking videos you're like uh, maybe this is a little too that's why I turn the internet off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see Yeah, that. exactly. Like, it's a little too professional gamer yeah. uh, dude with his shirt off. And don't I have to have the thing. game to watch that stuff? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought, uh, didn't they say you could watch it on their website or something? Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. That's but some kind of, anyway. Plenty of YouTube videos of dudes playing video games already. Mm-hmm. The shirt's off. Yes. 
doing cocaine. I've got a channel that you can subscribe to. <laughs> subscribe. Yep. If you like what you see, subscribe. The real Brian Eckberg is what it's called. <laughs> Plants versus zombies. Wait, wait, I have a question. What's that? Show of hands. Who was ever the one? Anybody no, in this room? No, no. Nobody ever made the one. No. The problem. Anybody ever even, even ever make it into the mob? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I never even made it. Really? Several times I made it. Really? It's a bummer. Yeah, it's exciting. I bet it is. And then when you lose, then you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Wait, so you made it several times? Do you ever win anything? No, I never made it to a level because like, I was in the beta in the, in the before they were doing the prizes. I was in the mob. I was in the real mob a couple of times, and it was it was exciting. Mm. What are you winking at me? What was that? You were in the real mob. I can't say those things. What <laughs> I'm on, I'm I'm on track. Track. I was going to say, yeah, are we? I just don't want you to get in trouble. Okay. With your, uh, you know. My loose talk? Yes. Are you guys talking about cannolis again? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, anything else about uh, 1 vs. 100 thoughts, gentlemen? No. Moving on. Plants vs. Zombies is coming to Xbox Live Arcade, and they are introducing uh, co-op and versus modes. I've never played any Plants vs. Zombies. Any good? Dude, really? That's, yeah. That game's awesome. Right here. I, I, have, I, zombies I, have, are dead. I have several... Um, Isn't it a tower defense game? Copies uh, of it. Yes and no. Right, On like multiple platforms? Yeah, like, like, I think I've got a you know Mac version, and then I think I also have a PC version, maybe... Did put out the iPhone version. version yet? Yes. Sure. Yeah. I don't think I have that one. But I, did, yeah. I did try playing it a couple times. One too. It, it never really... I like it. It's good. It's never did anything it's for good. me ever. I like it. Yeah. It's a pop cap joint, right? I mean, it was a, it was a lot deeper than your typical pop cap game. Uh huh. So that's not necessarily what I'm looking for out of pop cap, but sure. Fine. Yo, Peggle's pretty good. Fine. <laughs> I don't I, know if you played it, Peggle. I have. I don't like it. Peggle Knights. It's not really a game you play so much. It's as a game you feel. You man. hit a button and you watch it. Yeah. It's art. Exactly. It's watching the ball. It's commentary on the state of politics in Ireland right now. It's really what Peg was all about. Brad, I wish you would go to the bathroom now. He is. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just say that was a really God, that was you. a really relaxed looking face. Why, why do you think I'm smiling? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's my chair. What else is going on? What <laughs> else? What's going on? Doing a sci-fi original <laughs> series for yeah, no, I was bad Are you reading the news right now. <laughs> I'm totally just scrolling okay. through the news right now. Uh, I, didn't have to, I didn't have time this morning. There was I so understand. much stuff going, what else on. Is going on. Who else going on? Who's here? Who's here from uh, from LA? Hey, LA people. Rodney here? King. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, airplanes, huh? <laughs> Food on there? I don't get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me tell you, stuff. That stuff looks like it should be eating you. <laughs> what else is going on? <laughs> sci-fi Channel is making a Red Faction show. Yes. Okay, now I will. <laughs> really? Red Faction Origins? Yes. Tiffany going to be in this movie? <laughs> is Tiffany Neil, is, and Deborah Gibson. So, yeah. Is Neil deGrasse Tyson going to be part of this? Because if he's not, I am out. Who? Oh, Brad left already. So, <laughs> yes. Let's talk about his favorite physicist. Who? Yes, I have a favorite physicist. I'm off. I'm more of a James Burke guy myself, though. You so. would be. Whatever. I just go old school. I'm not about all the flash in the pan rock star physicists out there. I like guys who put in their work. Give me your Carl yeah. Sagan. Yeah, yeah. You know, one love, Carl Sagan. No theoretics here. It's <laughs> <laughs> all real world. That's my right. bumper sticker. <laughs> Don't, Don't like theoretics. theoretics. <laughs> Don't eat. Uh, so is it an actual? Uh, is it? It's a, a they're calling fiction? it fiction. They're calling it a pilot. No, it's real life. This is really what's. 
They're going to be mining on Mars. They've sent a man to Mars and with he's a going sledgehammer. Filming begins in two years, four <laughs> months, and 36 days. Is it, a, is it like a... Let's talk about what this would be like, or is this like a, a show with actors playing out their lives? I believe it is a show with actors, and it's going to tie into that downloadable okay. Red Faction thing that they're putting out. So. so a series or one shot or... They're saying this is a pilot, a two-hour pilot, hopefully leading yeah. into a series. Okay. I'll watch that, maybe. If he has a sledgehammer, <laughs> say, I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, if you want to break shit on Mars. <laughs> yeah. I have a Mortal Kombat Conquest full run at my house. That's the uh, live-action Mortal Kombat TV show. That is a bad Rings television a show. It is very bad television I need to figure out, Vinny, we need to figure out something to do with it for... A very special for this ain't something 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 because yeah. it's a uh, here's what you do with it bury it <laughs> pretend you never had it throw it in an ocean throw that ocean in another ocean <laughs> yeah yeah that's, oh. probably, that's probably good yeah though know, I've only watched I only watched a little bit of that show and I was extremely drunk and even then it was <laughs> it was clearly an awful awful television show it's uh. Also, partially because it, it like it only deals in like the deepest, like like eighth tier yeah. made up Mortal Kombat characters. Like no one that you have ever recognized in an MK game is in this show. Deep cuts, MK deep cuts, <laughs> deep, deep deep cuts. Like it's cuts just, with a K. Though. So yeah. it's just Kung Lao's like eighth cousin's buddy that works at the diner with him. <laughs> And he's, he's got in our world now, and there's monsters, and he's got to fight them. He's got a baseball cap. It's television, so the fatalities can never be as good as you want them to be. Yeah, they're all, like, it's shadowed. <laughs> right. Or they're all off screen. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yes. Based on that, based on the, the history of video game television programs, especially live action, um, y'all, y'all ever watch the, uh, uh, the live action life, I think it was on Lifetime, the Maniac Mansion Canadian produced show. I never did see with, it. With, uh, uh, was it Joe Flaherty yeah. from SCTV? Yeah. Yes, huh. he was in that. In that? No. No? Brad, do you have any awareness of this? The Canadian produced uh, 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 Maniac Mansion TV show? Oh. It was on for several seasons on like deep cable. Spin off of 15. Um, <laughs> no, not quite. But, uh, yeah, Canadian produced Joe Flaherty. No, nothing. Ring nope. bells. Nope. Anyways, based on these amazing uh, uh, past efforts to make TV shows out of video games, I'd... I mean, even most video game cartoons are pretty bad. Yep. So this is true. Super Mario Brothers Super Show is on Netflix streaming now. Hmm. Have you? Anybody go back and watch some of that? No. It's way it's way, kinda, way I like I like way worse than I remember. I like Captain Lou. Albano too much to go back yeah. and watch. I'm, I will only watch. For the I will man. only watch the episode that Millie Vanilli is in. All right. Well, yeah. It's a, that episode is amazing. That's must see TV right there. Do they perform as? Millie yes, Vanilli? they are Millie Vanilli in the Mushroom Kingdom, and then when they have their concert, everyone just dances to generic music and they don't sing. Hmm. And you know, it's like, what, God, in two years, one of you is going to be dead. Oh, this is pre. And, this and, is pre the breakdown. This is like when they were still a big, like M- Millie Vanilli still meant something, right? Uh, still means something to me. <laughs> still real, damn still it. Still real Wait, to me. Did one of them actually die shortly yeah, after? Yeah, really? yeah. Died, and yes. then the other, yeah. I, I wouldn't say shortly, but a few yeah, years. Ninety six. In, like in the nineties, was yeah. it was it Rob or Fab? One of, I believe it was Fab. I think it was, yeah. Those crazy German motherfuckers. And that is a that is like a. 
pinpoint in time right there than if uh, Milli Vanilli on like the supermarket like something in yeah. time that everything revolves around we found it you cannot travel back in time and change this moment <laughs> this is a fixed point in time right. just like, stick a tack in it you will ruin everything else <laughs> now it's like no matter what you yeah, change it'll prior to that back. it still yeah. happens yeah, yeah, like, you can't. You what? Go, go kill I killed Hitler yeah <laughs> you kill Hitler and Shigeru Miyamoto it would still yeah. somehow occur <laughs> it's a Milli Vanilli <laughs> How did this happen? Uh, hey guys. Hey. Subscription for Modern Warfare 2 might be coming. How stoked are you guys about that? Uh, not very. They did say, uh, there was a, uh, Robert Bowling did kind of say, like, hey, there's been some rumors going around about subscription stuff. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 is not and will not be something we charge you to play, which to me sounds like something that very much leaves it open for Modern Warfare 3 coming in 2012. <laughs> Check it out. We will be charging you to play this. <laughs> yeah, so. that, that's, that almost seems... Uh, yeah, I don't know. We've, we've talked about how, ways to make those games subscription-based. I, th- I think if you say, like, hey, you know, you want access to the maps, you can subscribe to some VIP club or something, maybe. But I don't know. It's filthy. I don't know. Like, the, it's... There Wait, are, are you talking? Are you talking like PlayStation Plus style? Like as long as your account is active, you have access to these maps. Or? I can see them doing that. I don't like know. what is the ongoing service there? Like as opposed to, sorry, my microphone went crazy. I don't know. Some extra tier of service, uh, some extra tier of server support, or some dedicated servers for people to pay us. I don't know. I don't hey, know. speaking of uh, PlayStation Network Plus, I want to talk about Hulu Plus for a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. You guys okay with that? Sure. Brian, how do you feel about that? Man, you can do whatever you want, dude. <laughs> All right. No, I just wanted to make sure that you know our guest is comfortable here. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> um, you don't have to be anywhere. Do you? No, no. <laughs> Good. So I, I got into the the like uh, Hulu Plus preview, and I ponied up for a PlayStation Network Plus account. Um, uh, point one, uh, PlayStation Network Plus. I was unaware, or I guess I had misunderstood what the nature of some of the perks was. Uh-huh. I thought I was just getting... Uh, infamous. No. I am getting a infamous demo. Yeah, you're I getting s- access to a demo that you can then turn into a I can spend fledged, $40 on to turn into Which a I f- imagine you could just buy that from them directly without being a member too. But That's know. probably true, but you probably don't get that the demo then. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. You know, you, they, you gotta pay 50 bucks a year to get into Xbox Live. If all you care about is, you know, streaming Netflix, that's still a crazy charge for that. Yeah. Anyways. But uh, I, I just I I used it some uh, for a couple of nights and, and just uh, you know wanted to test out and see like how is like what would my life be like what would be my entertainment options if I just said I'm canceling cable and I'm just gonna have Hulu Plus and Netflix streaming and uh, it's not bad but it's not a replacement uh, and it's not really much of a supplement if you have cable already. Because I, I don't know about I like I have a very basic cable package through Comcast and I still get like a lot of on demand stuff. Uh, and you know, part of the thing with, with Hulu Plus is that you're getting a deeper back catalog of some of these shows, but they don't have such a huge catalog of shows to begin with that that is necessarily gonna be super meaningful. Like they have you know, popular shows, they have, you know, big network shows. They don't have anything from CBS yet, but like ABC and NBC and Fox are repping on there pretty well. But I, I think I think the thing that that stuck in my craw the most was the way that advertising is handled in in Hulu Plus. Uh, I, I don't think that you know they necessarily need to have no advertising in in that thing because you know I pay for cable and that's got ads in it too and I get that you know ten bucks a month does not necessarily cover all sorts of whatever crazy fees that you know or, or costs and expenses that are associated with providing that service. But 
they just they need greater variety of advertising because you know they they there is less. How many different ads did you see during your? I'd say roughly three. Oh. Or four ads total. And, ha- and how often do they play? Uh, every 10 minutes during a regular show. So like, And it's 30 seconds. And it's actually a thing that I think that like regular TV broadcasts could really learn from. I was found myself much more prone to just like hang out in the room during a, like, if oh, it's just a 30-second ad and then back to the show. Whereas it was like, oh, two minutes. Well, guess what, dudes? I'm going to go make a sandwich mm. or do something else or, you know. Poop. Yeah. I'm going to. Wow. Really? Two Wait. minutes? Oh, yeah. That's all I need. <laughs> Damn, Jesus Christ. Worked it out. Speed run over there. Efficient. I am impressed. Thank you. <laughs> this podcast just took a turn for the informative. I can't even make a sandwich. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Well. But let, alone, let alone get rid of a sandwich. Like, you know, now, I, now I want to know what you're not saying. Uh, too, the moment is too, gone. Too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like seeing the same, and it also it was the, like, the one that I got the most my first night, which really kind of colored the rest of my experience. Was that fucking five-hour energy ad? Oh, that ob- with the obnoxious, yes, smirking dude. Yeah, it was like two o'clock, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my god, he's <laughs> such an asshole. Oh, that's yeah. a guy tucked in shirt, right? Yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Is that the one in the cubicle farm? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's terrible, a terrible ad, and seeing it on everything and several times during watching an episode of you know Parks and Recreation or something, and it was just. It's like, even though the total time spent during a half hour of television on advertisement was significantly less, it still felt way worse. It was still like, I, if there was a greater variety to this stuff, it would, it would be less noticeable and less conspicuous. They should have some kind of like, since it is on uh, your PS3, some kind of like, at least opt in uh, interactive way to be like, listen, never show me this ad again. I'm not the market for this. Well, it sounds like they don't have enough. Like people yeah, don't, have, they don't have the inventory yeah. for this. I'm stuff. saying, like, at some point, it's just be like, I, I will tell you what ads are like, direct at me. Mm-hmm. Like, just send me ads for this kind of. And stuff. then there's just issues of like, I had several shows. I had one show hang on me while serving an ad, so I had to stop it and restart it for them to show me the full ad again. Uh, I was watching another show where an ad broke about five seconds in. And so it kept reloading and showing that first five seconds and then reloading and showing that first five awesome. seconds and reloading until I had to like quit. Was it that same energy? Was no, it, it was something about uh, Kashi Plus, some sort of a breakfast cereal. Made from the best stuff on earth. Yeah, but see, stuff. here you are. You're able to remember the ad. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there worked, you go. Right? Um, damn it. Damn it. I could really go for some Kashi Plus too. Urgh. Damn you. Uh, and then also like, you know, Hulu has a bunch of like web clips and behind the scenes and, you know, DVD extra type stuff on there. And sometimes, uh, you know, they'll just have a quick, like, this clip's brought to you by these guys. Enjoy. But then there's a lot of stuff where it's like, it's a minute and a half thing with a fat 30-second ad on the front of it. Yeah, that's and not it's, good. And it's just like, that's the, your your ratios are off here. This this is not a piece of content that should have an ad of that, that size to it. So, you know, I, I think that they're still kind of figuring out what it's supposed to be, who it's supposed to be for, but... Like, I guess I could see if you don't have cable and you want to like supplement your you know you've got a Netflix streaming account or whatever like this there's some good stuff on there 10 bucks a month isn't isn't a bad price for it and uh, if uh, but if you have cable it's like spend don't know yeah. or if you have a PC and don't mind watching TV there you don't have to pay the fee right there's no right but there's the, you you get access to a lot more stuff with with Hulu plus okay like you only get like the last few episodes of current shows on regular Hulu. Mm. Uh, Hulu Plus, you're getting like f- like if you want to watch every episode of Thirty Rock, 
That stuff is on Hulu Plus. That is not on regular Hulu. Have you used regular Hulu much? Not a whole lot. I hadn't. I wasn't a big user of it. So I wonder if the ad structure is similar. I've never. I've watched. I've watched enough that it's. It seems about the same. Pretty similar. Yeah. So the plus is literally just access to more content. It's access to more content and device access. And what device access? I can't if I don't have Hulu Plus. I can't watch on the PS3. I can't watch on my iPhone. Gotcha. All these all these other things. So I can't watch it on a not PC. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for testing that out. Not cool. Yeah. You know, it has a way to go. Like, I don't think it's a doomed uh, like idea at all. It's just it's you got to work it out some more. It's it it ain't there yet. So that's why it's preview, I guess. Right. It doesn't yeah, have so. the crash that coffee has, which is good. What? Five hour keeps me going all day. Stop it. Let's move on to some new releases. Why don't we? Yeah, dude. I love new releases. Don't be facetious. It's also news. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Jeff likes sandwiches and new releases. Oftentimes, eating a sandwich will lead to a new release. <laughs> what? Nothing's coming out this week. <laughs> Don't <laughs> I know it. <laughs> God, sweating over here. No new releases. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the worst get back to Bennigan's. There was uh, Limbo's coming out this Limbo's week. Limbo's out. Limbo's out this week, you guys. What about Death Spank? Bye, Limbo. Limbo. Death, Death Spank came out last, last week. week. Yeah. Death Spank's already out. Well, here we are. Okay. I have no other new releases, Jeff, so I'm going to throw it over yeah, to it's you. Like Trackmania and Limbo. That's not coming out. That's not coming out? Until December now. I talked to their, their December? PR. December. That's not coming out. Why don't, they just, why don't they just come out and say, hey, why don't you, it's not coming out? I'll give out. you the guy at Dreamcatcher's email. You could say, you're a liar. You're a liar. This is not coming out in the U.S. territory. Period. It came out in Europe like a while ago, I think, on Wii. I don't know. I asked about it. DS has been out. Whatever. I don't know. Trackmania is not coming to oh, anything ever again. Um, Let's talk about some uh, Nintendo downloadable new releases. Jeff Gerstman, what have we got this week mm-hmm. on WiiWare? All right, well... Yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, Aquaspace from Nintendo. One player, rated E for everyone, 600 Wii points. Turn your television into a virtual aquarium with Aquaspace. You can simply relax and watch the fish, or take the opportunity to read detailed information about them, such as scientific names and habitats, using the illustrated encyclopedia. If you want to get up close and personal with the fish, you can send your me, trademark, character on a dive to swim with them, feed them, or hunt for trivia icons to discover fish-related facts. Choose from eight aquarium themes and spruce them up with dozens of different fish and a variety of decorations, wallpaper, and plant life. You can also change the background music by taking your pick from a selection of songs or using the sound of water. <laughs> what? What? The sound of water. What is the sound of water? You know the wow. sound of music? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. it. Wah, wah, wah. Then, once everything is set up, you can view your aquarium from a variety of camera angles, including a fisheye view. Visit every day and watch your aquarium change. Your Wait, hold on. Grow. Does, that, does that mean like, like, like from a fish's perspective or just like a skate video? Grounded. Yeah, it's a dude yeah, skating it's like across. A dude skates through the video, I think. That's <laughs> probably. I mean, it says fish eye view. That's um, got to be. It's got to be what that is. Visit every day and watch your aquarium change. Your fish will grow and new fish may be born. Life continues in your aquarium even when the Wii console is turned off. That's just creepy. So it's a, an aquarium. It's like Seaman, but without... Leonard Nimoy or Seaman. All right, moving on. 
Furry Legends from Game Lion. Ah. One player. Rated E for everyone. 1,000 Wii points. The legend starts here. Furry Legends is a dynamic platform adventure (laughs) with the most fur ever seen in games. (laughs) Solve. Oh, I'm buttoning my pants. (laughs) The most fur ever seen in this podcast room. I'll show you the most fur. He really is unbuttoning his pants. <laughs> Solve fun physics based puzzles in a fantastic 3D world called Furland! Oh God. God damn it. Or Furland. <laughs> it's a humorous and weird place populated by funny creatures you've never seen before. And sexy. Including five eyed crabs, round cows, crazy rabbits, and the lovely furballs. Oh. Players control fluffy characters, each with a different set of special skills, such as the ability to manipulate time. Save the furballs from their doom, and keep Furland safe from Lord Squarey. Are you ready for a crazy adventure? Can you save Furland and his lovely furballs? (laughs) Try the furriest game of the century. His lovely furballs. Do you think that they know what any of that means? Oh, they know what a round cow is. Yeah, everyone knows what a round cow is. Disgusting. <laughs> that was the only part that was interesting to me, was the idea of a round cow. What kind of <laughs> physics are they talking about? It's round cow's got a roll, right? <laughs> Furry physics. Yeah. Fur physics. Got speed fur in there. Uh, let's, let's not... Is there Jeff, is there any way that we can, like, create an account and then trade friend codes with users and then figure out anyone that's played this game and then like ban them and then call the police on them or something like that can we do we have the tech do we have the I don't think we can pin it down to specific individuals god damn it enough, but, uh, you're, you're right in being concerned uh, as a parent <laughs> yep Poop World trademark from Virtual Toys 1 to 2 players E10 suggestive themes 1000 Wii points long ago a lost civilization called the Elders who worshipped the magical power of nature built a network of sacred temples around the world. Millennia have since passed, and the temples now lie in ruins. But their energy still resonates from the land, attracting adventurers from distant lands. Drawn by the unknown force, friends have begun to rebuild the ruins into ball courts, knowing only that they must relive the time-honored test of the spirit of the elders, the game now known as Basketball. Poop World is a three-on-three basketball game with an arcade twist. Unique characters and beautiful natural locations set the stage, while fighting and random power-ups keep the game fast and rough. Choose your favorite team and basket brawl across the globe to become the undisputed world champions. Play on your own or with a friend to see if you can beat the leaders on the Hope Hoop World Global Ranking. Do you realize how long this game? Yeah, has been that was that Xbox Live Arcade game yes. from like 2005, yeah. 2004 yeah. at least. And and when I first hear the name Hoop World, I think oh, it's like some sort of Halo knockoff. Like I do not <laughs> think <laughs> basketball <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah. I remember seeing this game a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, a long, long time. Well, now you can see it for real, Brian Eckberg. Yeah. It's changed platforms and yeah, okay. yeah. So that's it for WiiWare, uh-huh. uh, DSiWare. Let's get into the let's get into this deep list of let's DSiWare this, games. This hot list. We know it will be it will go forever. It's, it seems like it's a smaller list this week. Oh. Right? They, after last week, they always that's, that segment's too long of the podcast. <laughs> we need to stop releasing so many. Pets kittens. That's pets with a Z from Ubisoft. One player. Rated Wait, hold on, hold on. Is there any like hyphens or colons? Nope. Just pets kittens. Pets kittens. Is there a TM on pets? Nope. Pets comma kittens? Nope. 
There are TM on kittens. Kittens is properly spelled. But pets. Pets is not. Pets kittens. But pets. Uh, Who pets kittens? Po- like possessive pets? No. Kittens? No. No apostrophe. Just, P- just pets kittens. But not. We don't know who or what pets kittens. No, no. Maybe it's one of those furries. Pets with a Z is not even the same pets anymore. Was that even? Yeah, it's no. not a real word. That's true. Pete. Eight hundred Nintendo side points. Okay. Pete's kittens. The cutest newborn kittens are here, and they need someone to care for them and love them. Adopt your very own kittens, bond with them, and help them grow into strong and healthy cats. Choose from a variety of popular cat breeds, including Siamese and Persian. Give your adorable baby kittens lots of loving care. Feed them warm milk, keep them clean and warm, and help them grow. Your kittens make cute faces and react in surprising ways when you play fun games with them, such as peekaboo or balloon games. <laughs> balloon games. So what happens when you like, throw them out when they get a hold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pretty much just set them on fire. One of my favorite shirts that I saw in California Extreme, a dude was wearing, it said, I love cats, I just can't finish one by myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scrabble tools. <laughs> this is a sim this is like a <laughs> one to four players 500 DSI points electronic arts Scrabble long one of the world's most popular board games is enjoying a tremendous surge in popularity both online and in the real world Scrabble tools for the Nintendo DSi system. Wait, can we verify that? Can we? Yeah. Can I? Do you have a, uh, how, many people, data checker? I, how many people play what? words with friends Scrabble I said, hugely I Scrabble Scrabble tools for the Nintendo DSi system helps players hone their skills by strengthening their vocabulary, pattern recognition, and point strategies through fun, interactive training exercises. Wait, so are you saying that this is tool-assisted Scrabble? I'm saying that, no, it's no, not even I'm, Scrabble. I'm saying that it's like, yeah, it's like mini-games. It's, 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 it's like Scrabble, Scrabble Trainer. Workshop. Yeah, Scrabble yeah. Trainer. Yeah. We're holding a Scrabble camp. Seminars. I bought, yes, lots of seminars. And, and the, wicked shit. The wicked shit all up in this bitch. You motherfuckers is gonna love all this, dog. We're gonna be debuting the new movie, Big Money Rustlers. Oh, I said this on the screen podcast earlier, but if y'all haven't watched the new Gathering of Juggalos 2010 promo video, I don't think it's as good as last year. I think it's better. I think the girl is so much worse and so much more prominent in the writing it seems more written. It seems like it more seems like, like yeah, way more contrived, more and scripted, to and the point where I want to be with her. I want to. You know I, I hate all of those people. You know no. Down with the round cow. I hear you. <sighs> Hospital havoc from Hands On Mobile. One player, E10 plus, five hundred Nintendo DS. My point. Everyone in this hospital is dying. Hospital havoc. All right. Do you have what it takes to run your very own heart-pumping hospital? Help your doctor navigate through the havoc by admitting, diagnosing, and treating some of the wackiest patients ever encountered. It turns out that I don't, and now all these people are dead. (laughs) Check out this Scrabble tool. A comically fun time management and strategy game, Hospital Havoc prevents a challenging campaign with three levels of difficulty to choose from, plus 20 career levels, 19 possible illnesses, 3 to 6 bed conditions... 11 challenging scenarios, including zombies, continuous play, and rousing replayability. Zombies are dead. Diabetes! (laughs) Aw, shit! (laughs) Personalize your doctor and nurse, and utilize various power-ups and medical machines to help send those patients home. Wait, there's a doctor and a nurse in this place? In a bag. It does not say in a bag. I want to misrepresent this. Send them home in a body bag. Zombies. That it ruining games since 19. Well, let's be fair. That game was ruined before zombies showed up. Yeah. 
Yes. Happy birthday, Mart! Thank you. <laughs> wait, wait. It's like short for Martin? I don't know. Happy birthday, It's Mart. where you buy happy birthdays. Duh. Yeah. From Pixar. I, I, I make my own. Happy birthdays? Yeah. This is not some make your, this is not birthday tools. This isn't happy birthday craft, yeah. <laughs> this is happy birthday Mart from Pixel Federation. You know, the happy birthday people. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 510 ideas, I point. Have you ever dreamed of having your own shop where you sell the goods to your friends? Mm. Okay, sh- yeah, like, like broadly like, speaking, sh- sure. Like show them the goods? Like I thought Give like it would be cool if I had, like we were talking earlier, it would be cool if I had a, you know, an arcade and my friends come. You can make that dream come true in Happy Birthday Mart, and it's no ordinary store. Oh, yeah? Animals come here to buy gifts for their friends. That's not the kind of store that I want to be running, though. It, it, animals don't have money. It's, it's also not like the broadly, like, I want to be a shopkeeper. It's like, it's pretty specific. Manage and serve your customers. Clean up and fix broken shelves. Oh, excellent. Management and cleaning. The happy, dream. happy Birthday Mart offers tons of fun in six different stores with 12 animals and 24 minigames. You can play the minigames through a separate menu screen. <laughs> that's a feature. That's, that's how they close it out. It's yep. like the last thing. Big strong finish. Out. Big finish. Yeah. We need six sentences in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I've only got five. Do it, intern. Oh. This one's not long enough. Crazy Sudoku from DTP Entertainment. Can you spell that out for me. Crazy. It's okay. You said crazy. Yeah, well. I thought maybe it was spelled K U H. Nope. DSIware ain't beyond that. DTP <laughs> Entertainment, all lowercase. Wait, DTP? DTP. Okay. Yes. 200 DSi points. Play Sudoku on the go using their Nintendo DSi system. The game features five levels of difficulty, offering a fun challenge for beginners and pros alike. Choose from two different grid sizes, 9x9 nine nine or 6x6. Six six. Use the handy note feature, note capitalized, capital N, note. Mm. To add comments to each and every cell and solve even the hardest puzzles, try challenging a friend with the brilliant two-player mode. That's it? Brilliant. Yeah, where's the craziness? Yeah. I didn't. You haven't seen the notes. <laughs> That's it. Is that it? No, uh, no virtual console. There's no not been any virtual console. I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe they're just not in these emails anymore, mm. or or if there just hasn't been any virtual console stuff lately. But that would require me looking. Don't turn, do that. Turn on a Wii. Research. That's you want that other podcast. All right, let's move on to some emails. Bombcast at giantbomb.com is the email address to send in your emails. Two. Us. I think emails. I think, All right. I think I might be getting sick, guys. Uh, Brian Vanderhogen is the sender of our first email. Dear Bombcast, do you think the that Batman Arkham Asylum two uh, will be rated M, and do you think a M rating would benefit the game? No and no. I'm gonna say no and yes. Really? really? Yeah. Absolutely. Does it need it? No, but I'd like it. Batman's always been kind of a gnarly dude. Yeah. Yeah, but the original. But that Batman. The Batman that they are peddling in that game. Yeah. Is a pretty upstanding guy. But it was it was Arkham Asylum that's pretty pretty vicious without having to go to M. I kind of enjoyed you know, he had some pretty good punches. I know, I mean, they made good use of their T rating, but uh, I like... I mean, if that Batman was doing stuff like, you know, oh, he's going to take over the city. No, he's not. If he was doing that and, like, snapping a dude's neck while saying, no, he isn't. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Did you snap next? No, he always... well, Batman doesn't no, kill people. he doesn't kill people. Yeah. What? Yeah. Batman doesn't kill people. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that is... Yeah, 
It's uh, yeah, but I think you can still have incredible violence, like finger breaking, and yeah, yeah. Let's get into a little more just the, the vicious stuff. Like you can still cut off a dude's hand and not kill him. <laughs> Batman's like snuff film. It's true. Like, well, I mean, there's there are variants on Batman. There have been there have been Batmans uh, where they have been that kind of hardcore. I think just, Russian Martian Batman was. He's pretty vicious. Dude. That guy knows no limits. Also, he knows, also, he knows uh, Russian, Martian vodka. Mar- uh, Master P. Right. No limits. There's no limits. In he's all, he's riding the tank. He's riding the no limit tank. Indeed. Ashley Illman from London, England. We were talking about uh, uh, antagonistic steam gifting last week or the week before. And uh, Ashley uh, uh, was thoughtful enough to, to write in to say, according to the help page, when you double purchase a game, uh, you do not automatically get a gifted copy uh, it's only with a few very specific examples where you get the free copy orange box being the most famous and probably what started the whole confusion mm. so not everything if you get it again through some bundle pack or something do you get a giftable version so okay. yeah that's all right something to be noted what, what, when, when these sales be come careful up. what do you think about the idea of just gifting people on your Steam friends list to the worst games in the world. I love that idea. <laughs> I love that. It's not just an idea. I've seen it in practice in the really? recent past. Oh, people, yeah, people really? have written in talking yeah. about how they have they have antagonistically gifted. Yeah, it is a, it is a known it, phenomenon. Rage on, gifted. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep, seen it happen. That's good. Uh, well, it's good that you're here, Brian. Thank if you, you have an email in from uh, Charles Rice, and uh, he says that Raleigh Fingers was in a phone interview at the All-Star Game and was asked, do you still have the mustache? And he answered, it's a little grayer, but still hanging. Uh, another question was, who has facial hair to rival yours? And Raleigh's answer was, me and Goose Gossage have been fighting over that for 20 years. Now, as, the, as, as Giant Bomb's resident sports expert here, <laughs> okay, for the next 10 to 15 minutes. All right. Uh, who do you think has the the superior facial hair, Goose Gossage or Raleigh Fingers? I gotta go with Raleigh. Yeah, he's got the twist. He does. Yeah. Goose, I mean, Goose goes hard with the the big kind of Fu Manchu look. Yeah, though. yeah. Who was the uh, Who was the old Angels pitcher who had a really tight perm? Yeah, I like that guy. I liked his oh, hair. I like yeah. his whole look. Yeah, Gaylord Perry was yeah. that who it was? Might have been. That sounds it's, right. It's not It's not facial hair, but it's it's hair that's that stands out. No, I gotta go with Raleigh. Did Raleigh Fingers and Gaylord Perry like fall out of like the <laughs> 1910s or something? <laughs> Those guys' time work is uh, how the fuck you like the 1970s? Yeah, the mustache definitely helps, but. Those don't sound like names anyone right. in the past yeah. century have given anyone. No, no. Roland. I, it just takes a long time. I just, I, I respect the, the amount of commitment it takes to grow one of you gotta those. Grow, you gotta grow it for a while. You can do a food pretty easy, pretty quick. That's true. That's true. A, a lazy person can get a foo going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to. But Goose also has committed to that foo for. That's true. He he never he never slipped on it. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to know that Raleigh Fingers still has the mustache. No, he wasn't talking about the mustache. He was like, "Yep, still hanging, little gray though." <laughs> nice. Shelby Coulter in Owasso, Oklahoma. I hear more and more people praising the digital future and how they will be able to download all their games. I, however, do not want to move away from physical media. Digital servers like Xbox Live and WiiWare have yet to prove to me that they will still exist in 30 years so I can play my games much like I can play my Atari 2600 and NES games now. Am I the only person that is concerned about the future-proofing of these services? Gentlemen. That's a valid point. Yeah, that is a valid point. 
Yeah, but at the same time, are you going to like wait 30 years to see if anyone has proven it to you? Yes. All right. I'll start growing my mustache. Okay, now. good. All right. As long as there's something to do during those 30 years, uh, collecting game boxes. I mean, at yeah. the same time, like, yeah, you can still go back and play Atari 2600 games, but that doesn't stop them from just re-releasing those games in other anthology packs. And, and just downloading it again. Downloading it again in some other format thing. Right. Yeah, why can't I download it on some other service 30 years from now? I mean, if you wanted to get super crazy with an Xbox 360, you could you can get those games. Like, if you have the licenses, if you've paid for them and they're on a that's on a memory unit or something like that, if someone else brings over the demo. Like, there are ways enough ways to copy your digital content on, like, a 360 or a PS3 mm. that Figure I, it I out. think that there still be a community of just, like, here, download the game file and then copy it onto this hard drive. Like, like, you know, 20 years down the road, if you want to do that on a 360 and, you, and you've paid for the game when it was recent, you'll there'll still be a way to make it. Oh, who, who are we kidding? There will be no functioning Xboxes in 30 years. Well, you'll just ins- you know you gotta insert your data chip into you know <clears throat> your Microsoft yeah download five hundred petabytes of information and uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. um, you gotta see the fin. Well, there. I think I think it's it's an interesting um, thought, mostly because we haven't seen like what happens when one of when when we go through like a hardware generational transition with this stuff, like kind of you know the downloadable stuff was super. In its infancy, when you know we had the the original Xbox, like there was some, they had some stuff that was like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, we have these these systems that have a ton of digital only content on them, and you know, we've only been doing this really for you know five or six years. Well, I think it's safe to say that Nintendo is just going to cut and run, <laughs> considering you can't even like copy stuff to another Wii. Yeah. Like you can't move your purchases to another Wii without yeah, calling. I don't know. I think they're starting to feel the squeeze. Talking yeah, to some I, of those guys at Nintendo like about the 3DS stuff and particularly with oh, the I think DS they'll figure it out stuff. in future platforms. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't <clears> help but feel like the Wii and DS are a lost cause for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I asked Cami Dunaway about that at E3, yeah. about the, the 3DS specifically, and she was like, you know, we don't have an answer for you right now, but we definitely hear you. Yeah. Like we know it's, an, it's, we know it's concerned. We're just, we can we can hear you. We're just choosing to ignore you. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible. No, I hear okay. you. Oh no, no. You want to say it again? That, that almost sounds like we hear you. And next time around, we'll get it right. To me, you yeah, know? yeah. That's what. That's exactly the message that I got yeah. out of it. I mean, like we we not we heard you. We we currently hear <laughs> we you. Currently are hearing you. And yeah, <laughs> you're right. We wish you we had yeah. heard you before because now we're in this pickle. The guy who heard you left, and now I hear you. Yeah, you're right. Next time. Good question. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Harris from Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia. Brad. Oh. I love how anytime I say your name, it's like I'm catching you nodding off. <laughs> are you Beetle Bailey? Because I'm always nodding. Is that is that who you actually are? Yes. Do you think it will help or hurt me to try and play through the original StarCraft and Brood War before the launch of StarCraft 2? Specifically, do you think I will have more fun playing through... Uh, Googling spoilers for the first game and learning the techniques for StarCraft II from scratch rather than trying to unlearn technique strategies and habits from the first game? Or are the games so similar that any difference is negligible? Man, uh, I hadn't really played the first one in about 10 years, so... Are you playing it for story or are you playing it to learn how to play StarCraft? I think well, that's the question. It's got a pretty good story in it. No, I mean... I'm just saying, is what's this guy's purpose? He wants to play this. If he wants to check out the story, play it. I yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do you think? I mean, I guess the the only like possible peril here is like, could he learn bad habits playing that that 
would mess up his ability to perform in StarCraft II? Or is it going to be just like, at, at least you're kind of familiar with yeah. basic concepts? But not from the single player, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, campaign single-player stuff, especially in StarCraft II, have very little bearing on the multiplayer. Right. Like, they actually forked, like, tech trees and everything at some point, so they're not even the same thing anymore. Um, again, it's been a decade, but uh, I don't think that 1 and 2 are similar enough that you would carry anything over, mm. really. I mean, if you've never played an RTS game before, then maybe playing uh, the original StarCraft will ease you in. I guess it could hurt up a little bit. I guess yeah. it could hurt, but there's a ton of stuff in the new one that's supposed to ramp you up for that. Uh, I don't know. For that. Well, like, like Brian said, like you said, the story's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of hitting a Wikipedia page and just reading a synopsis so I can start playing the new game. Mm. But, it's know. got a great intro movie, though. Eh, it's not bad. It's also 12 years old. Yeah. You're 12 years old. <laughs> I bet it hasn't aged as well as you think. Space truckers. True. They do smoke a lot. And wear trucker hats. Yeah, yeah. Inside listen, of And listen to country. <laughs> We're inside a giant mech, but I still have this foam-fronted mesh-back <laughs> trucker hat. So Unironically. Just Frank Adams. In there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a jukebox. Hey, there's a jukebox on, in the, like, the cantina of your ship in StarCraft II. Mm, it's, really? got a, it's got a bunch of fake like StarCraft themed country songs on oh, it. Oh, I remember nice. you telling me about like, that. Like, yeah. my, like a zergling a shot, my shotgun and you, or something like that. <laughs> so it's a great future. And Freebird is on there next week. My dog ran off, dude. With my yeah, zergling queen, and I sure do miss him. <laughs> yeah, something like that, dude. That's there's a new StarCraft game coming out. Super quick, wow. seven days from now. Super quick. What the hell? That's soon. Phil Davis in New Jersey. Hey guys, Fox has a new show called Master Chef. That's a Halo spinoff, correct? Yes. Harry Fox was involved in the, the Halo movie that was coming, so. That's the one where Gordon Ramsay is nice. And then you've got the one where Gordon Ramsay is a big jerk. Well, because the people on this one are actually, like, semi-competent chefs. Right, but you'd have to know that going into this show that he's being disingenuous with me. Because he's being really nice to me, but he's a real jerk to this guy over here on, on a different show. Well, I think he's just a jerk to incompetence, is what I'm saying. I mean, on Hell's Kitchen, no. you have, like, line cooks and stuff coming in. I think, no. Like, he's, people who he's don't a necessarily... jerk because that's the formula of that show. Well, yeah, so. yeah, but also, I think the concept, correct me if I'm wrong, of MasterChef is to bring some, like, talented people in. Oh, what you guys are doing, right? just more of a top watching sh- Top Chef. I mean, I think MasterChef is just, like, a Top Chef yeah, kind I don't of ripoff, right? I haven't even been watching Top Chef oh, this season. What? After after I watched, I watched the first episode and I just haven't. I don't know. I, I, know. Eat, I eat food. Are you caught up? The magic is gone. Yeah. Uh, did I miss one? <laughs> I don't make. Food. I don't did you see? Did you see the double elimination episode? Uh, bless you. What What was the theme of it? You guys can do this during our TNT pre-show. Oh, that's right. Hilton yeah, Hotels. 3.30 uh, on Thursday if you want to hear Brad and Vinny talk breakfast, about lunch, dinner courses. Top Chef. Yes, I did see that. Pairs. I can't remember who left. Double elimination. Christopher A. Bruce writes in to say, thanks for all the hard work watching the Quick Look for Kane and Lynch 2. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, watching the Quick Look for Kane and Lynch 2 gave me a game idea that I would like your opinion on. I love the video effects and cinema verite style of Kane and Lynch 2's visuals. Do you think you can make an entire game where you play just as the cameraman in a game like this? No shooting, but you have to avoid being killed while capturing good video. Think of it as Pokemon Snap meets Africa meets guns. <coughs> Vinny, what do you think? Uh, they need one more. Think of an, an, an at-risk cameraman game. I think you still need to have some kind of uh, target agenda, like capturing something 
you know, it's some well, kind it's like of... You just need to, you know, if you're zoomed up, <laughs> zoomed up on cops as they're getting gunned down yeah. or something like that, then that's points. So, you know, they just like... Or just like you, you have, like, you have to you have to capture a specific thing on video, and so you have to get close enough, so you have to dodge I think, certain I think it would work better elements. as a photographer looking through the lens, and you have to snap the pictures at certain points. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you're constantly looking through the lens or something like that. I think videotaping, like, I don't know. Maybe I, you only have a limited amount of, of, of video film. T- of film. So you have to start stop. Uh, Maybe interesting. Yeah, it could work. Let's concept it out. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon from Carbon Neutral Games. Mark Raymond uh, in England. Uh, every year, the games industry has a new thing that someone does, and that everyone else then copies. Uh, it can range from uh, being a whole genre, zombie-related games, a new type of special effect, HDR, for example, or even an object. Those asshole helicopters or delicious slices of cake. Uh, I'm going to pitch my 10 cents and say that this year it will be the faux pixelation effect like we've seen recently in Canelage 2 and Blacklight Tango Down. Uh, Talking about like mosaic? Uh, no, no, effect? like like the uh, kind of uh, like MPEG compression artifact. Digital like compression artifact. Yeah, okay. uh, like Blur has some of that like kind of the color like, separation stuff. Absolutely. Hmm. Not as heavily as uh, like Canelage 2 does. Uh, so, you know, we've got three games on this. What do you guys I think? I think there are more. You think there uh, are more forthcoming? No, I, 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 I think there are more. It use that stuff in the same way, though. It, it's, it's, it almost doesn't count. It's not really the same type deal. And what is it doing there? It's it's like when you're spawning, it shows a little bit, but it's not necessarily a ton of it while you're moving around. Yeah, maybe. Eh, I mean, it doesn't necessarily bit. need to be in, and then there's in a the grenade same way. that creates a big mosaic cloud. It's basically what they do. So yeah. it's like that kind of weird digital effect thing, but it's it's not... I don't know. It, it's all kind of cyber futury. It's not. It's not quite the same. I already cast my lot with vignetting as the lens flare of 2010. So I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with that. I got 09. I think you're behind the times if you're saying vignetting know. is plenty of stuff this year. Like what? Mass Effect, Split Second. Sure. Two Lim- Limbo's got a shitload of it. Although, although in that case, it's, I, it's that game's just dark. Is, oh no, no, <laughs> it's it's very clearly around the edges. It's yeah. blacked out. I mean. The game has a lot of weird, like, filmic... You'll, you'll recognize what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's very, like, swing-tilty kind of... Macro. I don't know, but I think also, like, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 have already done that to death, and there have been other games that have taken that same... No, 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 the heavy, Left 4 Dead had... F- heavy vignetting. Film grain. Heavy vignetting. A lot of film grain, but... Heavy vignetting. Maybe. I watched... I, I looked at... They, like, they did a breakdown of their visual style and how mm-hmm. they reached the look, and they talk a lot about vignetting there, so... For sure. You said heavy vignetting too many times, and now it sounds heavy like vignetting. Those don't like even sound like heavy, words heavy, heavy, pe- heavy vignetting. Heavy petting. Heavy vignetting. Heavy petting. That's, heavy vignetting. That sounds like words. Heavy vignetting. Heavy vignetting. Stop. Heavy vignetting. Now it no, sounds I'm like not. John Vignetti. Heavy vignetting for some reason. Heavy vignetti. <laughs> is Jeff Bridges in this vignette? I was going to do it for emails. Stop. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. Uh, keep them coming. Bombcast at giantbomb.com. Gentlemen, we have uh, come to the end of this podcast. How do we feel? Better than last week? I feel, we... I feel worse because we're about to be short one Brian Eckberg. That's mm. true. That's sad. Yeah, yeah, we have, does, we have does air the room feel stuffy and hot to you, Brian? Uh, well, yeah. Compared but, to when we started? Yes. Okay. It still does. All right. Absolutely. It's still a little Imagine better, if that though. vent was not there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently it's improved. Dude, yeah. Ab- like... 
We would be like dizzy from lack of oxygen by this point. Okay, I'd be, I'd literally be dead by. Well, now. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I came today. Then yeah. <laughs> you picked the right week, uh, and I am thrilled to to be able to have you on here, Brian. Oh, man, Thank it's you my so pleasure. much for for making some time for us, and of course, coming course. And, and kicking it on mic with us. Yeah, it's been uh, great. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in all of your future ventures. Thank you. Don't forget us. How could I? Don't forget the little people. <laughs> That's right. How could I? I will never forget you, Brad, Jeff. Rick? That's it. <laughs> R- uh, Royum. Okay, Royum. Yeah. Got it. That's... All you Scrabble tools. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> um, all right, so that's it. Let's, uh, what's going on? TNT this week. We've got uh, Mod Nation Racers for the PlayStation 3. Really? Yep. Someone said that earlier. I thought they were kidding. Nope. All right. I thought I was kidding when I said it earlier. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> when you suggested it. Yeah. Um, that game's cool. It's just, uh, we'll, uh, hopefully we'll have the video switcher and then we can cut back from all the load times to the real life. Yeah. yeah. It's got load times. No, I know. It's got really it. long load times. I know. I know. That patch coming out yet? Oh, Anybody snap. know? I haven't played it since then. Yeah, I haven't had a, you know, I haven't had a chance to really get back into it since uh, the review. I'm just curious to see what yeah, maybe crazy it's, maybe stuff it's way is better. I don't know. It's, it's a like, great game. Hopefully I'll talk about the content. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of which, I did play a little bit of the OnLive uh, hmm. over the weekend. I played some hmm. Dirt 2 on OnLive. And uh, the thing that stuck out at me most, uh, other than it not working particularly well, uh, is the fact that you still have crazy load times. Like, oh, like you start. There was, there was, yeah. Yeah, I was playing Dirt Two, yeah. and it was like, oh, I still have the like negatives of a PC but game. Now it's like they're streaming the loading screens <laughs> yeah. over the internet. So yeah. well, I mean, Wait, cool. how are they going to get around that? It's still got to load somewhere from something. It's got to. They, yeah. If they're going to have this cloud computer diskless thing, get rid of it. They, it's got to be faster. How is the actual they, it interaction? It needs to have an edge. A computer somewhere still has to like load they and render it. They need a faster computer. They, if it's going to be this cloud thing that they're talking about, because I don't know what whole, would have helped with Dirt Two. Their though. whole their whole patch, <laughs> their, their whole pitch for for OnLive is like, oh, then we're going to be able to develop games that can take advantage of the cloud that are better looking than any game you could possibly render on a current machine. Right. Uh, but if they can't even like trim down load times in freaking PC games. Especially if you're, and then also like playing Dirt Two, then like the frame rate was laggy and choppy and bad. Did you played it at home or here? I played it at home. Okay, I've got I've got a de- decent. I have consumer grade Comcast cable internet at a fairly high level. If it can't work over that, hmm. they're in trouble. And there's no settings. There's no like make it look better or make it look worse. It's just like it it right. runs yeah. at what it runs yeah. at. So it's like I was thinking like maybe I can adjust something to make the responsiveness better, but no such luck. Yeah, I only played it at the office, and I thought it was okay. I knew it would be cruddy as hell for me at home, but yeah. oh, I think like the visual quality is fine. It's just like once I was on the track, and I'm like, oh, like there's just a huge disconnect between the action and what I'm seeing, and yeah. then also when I die, then I have to watch this lengthy load time, um, which I don't know. That stuck out at me. You died in Dirt Two. Uh, no, I was in the middle of a track, and I thought like there has to be some sort of quality settings or something to make this perform better. So I quit out, and then I had to go and bring it back up and go through all that stuff and then I decided not to. You got shot in the head. Yeah, that's right. Weird. I got I got teabagged in uh, Dirt 2. God, no, rally race has gotten rough. Yeah, yeah, really it was has. a rally cross. Ken Block. Yeah. Uh, Very hard ass. <laughs> race. Um, wonderful Universe uh, also this week, later this week. Yeah, we'll, uh, so we'll hopefully get that out. We got um, also the EA stuff. Uh, EA Studio Showcase happening uh, today, right now. In fact, uh, Jeff and Brad uh, and Drew are at that. Oh God, that's right! Right, right now, <laughs> we should probably go. You guys are missing it. Oh no, run! 
Uh, they're showing off a bunch of stuff. I guess they're announcing some stuff, so stay tuned for uh, some, some stuff on that. Well, the announcements are out by the time you're hearing this. Video games. But I don't know what those are, so I can't speak on them. I hear they're going to announce a laser tag product. And they're going to compete. That's the I hear they're, they're going to announce a laser disc product. What? That's right. Dragon's the Act Layer 2. Three. Oh, I wish. You do wish. Why don't you go play Dragon's Lair 3D while you're at it? No. Yeah, yeah no one wants. No one should play that. End this podcast. Yeah. I don't even want to All think right, about we're that. done. Thanks everyone for listening. Next week, we'll be back with another edition of the Giant Podcast.